Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up Live show presented as always by our friends at High Noon. I am Solly, and I just would like to say, if we're rolling in old clips, I just want to acknowledge we've started a hundred years war. This is this is only this is all we're going to be doing in content for many many years, and I will be fighting back uh, once I'm back in the states and and prepared for this. But uh, Solly here in the hotel with my man DJ Pie. Hello, Pie man. Greetings. What a day out at Marco Simone. Can't wait to talk about it. Uh, can't wait to. Uh, ha- happy to be with you. My hat. I was I was walking over from my hotel room. I was like, oh, which hat should I wear? In the- of course, I'm not going to wear a hat on the live show. Why? Why would I? We don't you know? have anything to apologize for. And I don't have anything that fits. TC can't get anything in the shop that fits my big head. It's just, it's a disgrace. I'm not protesting anything. DJ wants paid extra to cover Ryder Cup week. Uh, Got to be a 12 to 6 curveball and a surprise to people tuning in. Uh, Did not in, see him going in this session. <laughs> sitting in, I didn't see a lot of stuff coming this week, and that's uh, Big Randy jumping on a Ryder, Cap, uh, Ryder Cup recap live show. Hello, Mr. Big. Mr. Big is on mute, or we cannot hear Mr. Big. There we go. I think Cody uh, <laughs> helped me out there. What's up, guys? Uh, TC said he needed to rest up for Sunday singles. so Nobody's going tapped, all five. <laughs> nobody's going all five. So he tapped me in. He said, Big, give them hell for me, and that's what I plan to do. Uh, if listen, if you're a tequila lover who's not satisfied with malt-based hard seltzer offerings, you're going to love the new high noon tequila seltzer. It is now available nationwide made with real tequila and real juice. I wish we had some, uh, over here. We are making do with the bar down, uh, down, downstairs at our hotel. It's got a clean finish because it's made with real Blanco tequila, hundred calories, gluten-free, no added sugar. It's got four bright, crisp flavors, strawberry, lime, grapefruit, and passion fruit. Uh, it is great for any occasion under the sun. No better time uh, than summer. Even though it's already fall, it feels like summer when you've got a high noon in the sunshine. Look for High Noon Tequila Seltzer on Drizzly or at your local convenience or liquor store or visit highnoonspirits.com to find it near you. I got to say, gl- glowing on that back nine temperatures coming down we're under the tuscan sun out there the high noons would have played that would have been really <laughs> really played. It would have really played out there today it was an epic epic day uh listen the competition's still not close we had some excellent drama both on the golf course and golf course adjacent i think at the very end of the day that has put a huge pep into this entire week this all this shit only happens at the Ryder cup that's why i've been trying to tell you this is the greatest event uh you guys is kaylee the biggest story of the day and everything that, that unfolded in the in the afternoon uh randy i want to throw that to you what do you what do you think i uh yeah i think so in a in a contest that had been devoid of much drama enthusiasm right very one-sided getting Cantlay riled up seeing him make three birdies down the stretch and then seeing guys getting asses i mean it it certainly i think woke up the, the the people at home, the viewership, Twitter. I mean, we, we needed an injection of energy and drama and competitive fire. And I think that's what we got. Thankfully, thank God. 
Can we just go right into what 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 started a lot of that, which is a tweet from friend of the program uh, at 1046 a.m., Mr. Jamie Weir, uh, European superfan and journalist Jamie Weir. Uh, <laughs> For legal reasons, not an employee of ProTrad Holdings, <laughs> in case there's any lawsuits coming. Uh, tweeted, understand from several sources that the U.S. team room is fractured, a split predominantly by a split, a split led predominantly by Patrick Cantlay. Cantlay believes players should be paid to participate in the Ryder Cup and is demonstrating his frustration at not being paid by refusing to wear a team cap. Uh, that reverberated through the grounds. They might as well have read it out Way loud. Way to take uh, a stand, Patrick. Way to take a stand. This will go down in, in the history books as one of the most courageous stands. Uh, this they might as well as well have read it out loud on the first tee box because uh, I don't know exactly when it started. Maybe even by the first tee, um, I believe it lasted all eighteen holes. Uh, he he was chanted at and waved. Uh, they were waving hats at him on pretty much every hole. By the time it got to sixteen, it was literally the entire hill of people left of sixteen singing and chanting about Cantley and his hat. We have a we'll have a lot of things to say about Cantley on this pod. One thing I will say, uh, credit to him, was he took it quite well. That was the most say, yeah. like re- relatable and, and I've, I've probably ever seen him was, you know, kind of just waving and, and kind of laughing and uh, fake tipping his cap, um, which, again, led to an extremely, extremely dramatic finish. We're going to get into all the matches, but he birdies 16, birdies 17, bird, trains a bomb on 18 uh, to, to win the match and goes into a huge celebration, does a fake waving at the hat at all the fans, his caddy, Joe LaCava, also got in on the goods and uh, was waving his hat around and uh, allegedly got too close to where Rory McIlroy was walking on his way back to his ball for the putt to uh, potentially have the match. And uh, a showdown happened, some shouting happening on the green. Harry chirped. You you saw it more than I did. I think I was already firing off tweets. You want to bring us there? Yeah, so I think there's an angle that was on Golf Channel maybe where you can just see Joey and uh, – Joey and uh, – Rory in the frame and you know Joey kind of waves his hand and and waves off Rory it looks like Rory I think he was actually talking to Harry I th- I think I can't confirm that but that's what it looked like to me Rory or uh, Harry was just out of frame so I think what happened was Rory said something to him as as in kind of like that's enough like get out of my way sort of sort of thing I think LaCava fired back. I think Harry fired back at him. I think LaCava fired back at him. I think Shane Lowry comes onto the green to insert himself for about the fifth time. We can talk about that later, but about the fifth time he's out there on the greens this week. LaCava says, you know, you can read some lips on your own time. Fuck off, Shane, I believe. (laughs) Some stuff to that effect. Uh, And then afterwards, it was, we were watching intently, saying, you know, this handshake is going to be, very interesting let's see what happens and it looked like it was very like hey sorry about that cooler cooler heads lost my cool bro you know that that kind of uh tiger got out of its cage type of situation and it looked like it was totally squashed and then we're on the shuttle home and this Roy McIlroy video starts popping up all over the place of of him screaming in the parking lot it looks like maybe screaming at bones maybe screaming past bones he's probably trying to break it up i would imagine yeah screaming past bones for sure so then lowry of course is there again uh and (laughs) (laughs) kind of a forest uh type figure (laughs) this week uh but lowry's there again he kind of breaks it up pushes rory away and i don't think we really have too much more information than that uh no a couple quotes uh from luke donald saying like rory politely asked him to get out of the way um you know, I, yeah, there's not a whole lot more information other than that, other than Rory was pissed at the yeah. car. Like, 
Look like the, uh, the lip reading said it's a fucking disgrace. That was a disgrace. Uh, <laughs> this is coded language from TC. <laughs> That, that is that's straight out. I I know a script when I see one, Randy. We're gonna Zabruder film this, Randy. What's your reaction to this? Oh my God, such a golf thing. That's my reaction. <laughs> it's I, a Ryder Cup thing. It's only Ryder Cup. Yeah, I I don't like. I, I've tried to pick a side to argue, and it's like I think both sides are being a little ridiculous. I I honestly I can't find too much fault based on the video evidence that I saw of the booth review lacava acting a fool on 18 i think he was just celebrating and he was close to rory and rory was trying to walk like come on i don't know that's to be clear on this randy he was not near rory's line rory was doing like a lap around the hole he was not before this becomes an olaf fable spike mark thing it was that was not it like he got a little in rory's path uh and i get that and listen it's a caddy like you don't like need to be celebrating here but you got to understand, this event is different. <laughs> like, shit happens all over the place, and you got to take it in stride. Rory has done some outrageous celebrations while there's still putts to be had on greens and things like that. And I get it, players different than caddy. But, man, it it just reeks of, like, you, you can't let that get to you. You got to brush that stuff off. That is, it's, it's somewhat fair game in this event, I think. I think you cannot let it escalate past that. I yeah, think I don't know. Yeah, sorry, Deej. Go no, ahead. I don't know. I don't know if we're. I don't know if we're taking sides. If if the people demand taking sides, I think I I I stand with Rory. I think it just in that it is a caddy, and I hate for that to sound like, you know, wow. classist in the like wow. keep up, wow. shut up. DJ hates you the know, know your all, all know that your stuff. Role. No, it's. Yeah. It, I mean, it is. It is a little strange, right? It, it is a little bit of a coach, you know, going out on the field to to interfere or get in a player's face or something like that. It's like, hey, man, you know. Between the players, Rory's trying to get in his process and go stalk his now must make putt. Can't be, can't be getting in his way. Can't, and he, and I, he was close. Uh, he was close to him. And he he's was, and he's waving the hat. And I, it's close. No, no, no. And I listen. Is this all ridiculous? Of course, absolutely. Super, super, super ridiculous. And that's why I'm like, Randy, I don't really care. I'm not really on a side here. But if I, I, I do not see Rory get pissed like that. And so he was very, very, very pissed about something. He was closer to the situation than we were. So I think if he uh, if he's pissed and thinks that, that, you know, he was interfered with, I think he probably had a better view than I did. I, I, I started with reading the tweet of, of what and what it led to here to begin with. Right. Because, again, it's 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 LaCava, not Cantley on this 18th green. But for 18 holes in a Ryder Cup, he was heckled on every single oh, hole. Cody, do you, have, do you have the photo of 16 Look at, that I sent you? Looking, looking down 16. I mean, just serenading and taunting and singing on every single hole. He was heckled, right? And again, we do this all the time, but imagine if that happened in the U.S. There's a bunch of shit yelled at players, but they don't like actively bond together and heckle you, like uh, make a point to go heckle you. Danny Willett aside, Danny Willett was a little bit of a targeted thing. <laughs> but again, that was start award waged by the Euros. It was just like they had 18 holes of it. And he made three birdies to finish it, and you're goddamn right they were going to rub that in their face. I can't tell you what a good what a good shot he hit on 17. But that's so to that to finish that's like all right, man, Rory, you got a little teeny tiny bit interfered with by with Lakava walking somewhat near you. They just went through that for 18 holes. You can, and that's kind of part of a European Ryder Cup. You can't like they they were in good spirits about it. Cantley took all that really well. You can't be soft about that final moment on 18 after what they had just gone through. 
and, sure. and we'll get that's, to what like what led to it. Cantley like deserves a ton of shit on this, and we will address all that. But like on the surface of the competition, man, it's like I I I'm really surprised how shook he got at this. Which so is a couple which of things rattles me that yeah, it's, it's just crazy that I guess everything's just turned up to a million, right? And it's it, it I think you get into a week like this and everything everybody's kind of like waiting for the pot to boil over, and I just don't think it takes a lot to to set them off. And I just this would be different i think if it was you know if it's polter or tyrell hatton or rom or someone who boils over all the time i just you don't see a, a lot of this from rory and then it was an hour after the fact you know 40 minutes after the fact like something happened that he was still really fucking hot about yeah. and that's where i'm like eh, i guess i'm gonna give the benefit of the doubt to the guy who's who usually keeps his head on in these situations something else must have happened hmm. I, I would love to hear that rainy what are you gonna say no, that's where I wash out. Just purely based on what we could see happen on 18 green, I'm like, come on, Rory. Like, we, we got to refocus, start your process over. Like, that should not be cause to be in a shouting match in the parking lot. So I, I would like to believe, I, I hope maybe something else happened just for Rory to react that way. Like you said, Deej, 40, 45 minutes after the fact. Um Solly, I know you alluded to all the stuff with Cantlay that that comes here. I mean, I, I it's no coincidence. This is Rory, who's been somewhat the mouthpiece for the PGA Tour in this whole live saga, and Cantlay, who may or may not be just running amok in the background. I mean, I think that <laughs> plays a part. Obviously, giving away the match, that plays a part for Rory. It, it, it was a lot of um, things coming together perfectly here. Uh, but I just can't find much fault at the end of the day. It's like, let Lacava, that's his guy. If he celebrates a little, that's where I'm like, come on, the, the act itself. I, as much as I want to hammer the U.S. and and dogpile, <laughs> I just I just can't find enough there to to be outraged. And, and what I gotta say, truly, the only moment of like juice from the United States in the last two days. Yeah, like every single player, Cody. I know you put the photo up earlier, but. Every single player is out captains there. Captains too. Captains, caddies. They're all like almost in just like firing squad line, standing there down by the 18th green, all whipping the hats. And and we should spell this all out for somebody who, for whatever reason, didn't watch. Is like you mentioned 16. I, I'm not. I don't think it's a massive over exaggeration to compare it to like 16 at Phoenix. Yes, it was a drivable par four that was completely encircled, other than the pawn short right of the the green completely encircled 40 rows deep by people i talked to max and joe griner his caddy afterwards like that's the coolest tee box we've ever been on ever it's a scene standing man. there with like saturday four balls match on the line all, all carry hero shot in a do or die drivable par four and you have ten thousand people circling this hole screaming and in cantley's case all of them, because of the, the report by Jamie Weir about the hat and how the hat was the protest, all of them, Randy, uh, whipping their hats <laughs> like terrible towels. Petey Pablo. Yeah. Yes. It was fucking so cool. <laughs> it was awesome. And With, just uh, yeah. so all that, I think, adds to just, you know, I, I think guys were feeling itchy, I think, by that point. Which just also, I listened to the whole show yesterday. I thought you guys did a phenomenal job, by the way. But one thing that really stuck out was your conversation around, like, who who is the heart and soul of this U.S. team, right? Uh, probably JT, but other than that, like, what's who or what are they rallying around? And if it takes 
like this hat tweet to kind of True. gel team yes. USA. Like that's that's a big own goal by by Jamie Weir and 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 the Euros. Like you don't want to poke the bear, but also I'm like, God damn, it shouldn't take that for the US team oh, to yeah. freaking get yes. off the bus and show a little fire. Like like that's pathetic. I, I completely agree, Brandy. But just to get back into this, Jamie Weir's tweet has 5 million views now at this point. Uh, so to say it made the rounds, I think it, it, it explains a lot. Jamie Weir took to social media. It, uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's a little tough for me, honestly. Jamie's obviously a friend, but I, it, there's a, the middle part of it is accurate like we can we have a te- we have multiple sources also confirming that can't lay has caused a stink in some f- former fashion about the players not being paid for the Ryder cup which is like its own separate topic that i would love to shred him on because like we you, we said this walking up 18 man like imagine like needing to be paid for this and uh, we- i think what's hard about this is like did he say that to this person at this Ryder cup like i i don't know that's what's really hard to like get on the on the record right but when it become when it like over the course of months has he been talking about that like yeah i'm sure he has oh yes right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what i mean but like i i struggled to make the connection on the hat i mean they were that's the one thing like his team was very dismissive of and did not they, they did deny uh jamie had a follow-up saying uh, you know something along the lines also of, we should mention he didn't wear a hat at whistling straits didn't wear a hat at whistling straits and did at the president's cup yeah for whatever reason his agent said something about finding a hat that fits right. Rory has not worn pat, uh, hats in the past because he says it makes his head, head look like a pea head because uh, the Ryder Cup hats don't fit. It, so Rory's head's so small. I think the hat thing is kind of a nothing burger. I think I could totally see an, uh, some comments of him being like, I don't need to wear that. They don't pay me for that. But I don't think, I think it would be wildly dumb of Patrick Cantley to play in the uh, Ryder Cup and protest it by not wearing a hat. That's what I mean. And and this is and that's that's where like this tweet is kind of like man. This is, makes me a little uncomfortable that he got an entire day of heckling of it that on something that they like you didn't give his team a chance to comment on and they deny that that is the case. Just seems seems tough. Yeah, it's hard to know. It's hard to know the context of of the comments, right? Like I I have I, I don't know. You don't know if it was something flippant. You don't know if. I mean, Jamie's a very serious person. Like, I don't doubt that he has sources that corroborated all of this, and he has it buttoned up, or he wouldn't have he wouldn't have gone on with it. But yeah, it's it's crazy how some of the wording can can easily up. But well, it, he also followed up by saying that players are uh, he he wore it at the Presidents Cup, and they are paid for that, which is not correct as well. So it just it sewed all this like there's like. It, it, going back to the point of it firing up the U.S. team, we were uh, walking past a few of the guys as they were leaving the media center, and like Brian Harmon was openly like, like doing like a like a shitting on the like the media narrative of of the team, a huge rift in the team, and all of that. Not like performative in front of us. It was kind of like candidly they were to each other, like just kind of mocking the whole sequence of questions that came in the press conference. Yeah. So it's I don't know, man. It was it was kind of jarring to see like golf Twitter like flip the the entire vibe of afternoon uh the afternoon session i'm not going to sit here and convince anyone that i think it changes the outcome of the Ryder cup i think that's <laughs> that's false hope sure the u.s had a little fire under him but man i we have not seen the singles lineup yet uh we're going to get into that but i i struggle to come up with a lineup that would make me feel confident that they're going to pull off the greatest comeback of all time so I, I don't know if i'm buying that but it is it did add a little bit of juice in this afternoon. i'm trying to think of a hatless a hatless player that would really be the, it's our equivalent of the ghost of Seve. Right. I, I will say I, I tweeted this, Randy. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this because this is a 100% serious take. If there is no rift in the team room, 
if everybody is 100% with Cantlay, if everybody thinks that this is bullshit, the only move, the only move <laughs> is to come out with 12 hatless players tomorrow. <laughs> I am 100% serious. And everybody wants to push back. I'm like, oh, their hairlines and their tans and all this. Stuff. Like, that's the fucking point, man, is like, go out there and be willing to look like kind of a fool in order to say, like, I'm with my fucking guy. That's it. Like, I, I've never, like, the U.S. has never done anything even close to, like, it, it's so cheesy. And the photo was going around all over the place. I think Porath posted it. But the Euros on the on the first tee, arm in arm, arms around each other for all the team photos, where, as one commenter said, uh, all the U.S. team look like uh, two guys in a hot tub energy. Uh, <laughs> just kind of <laughs> sort of close to each other, don't really want to make eye contact, uh, try to pretend like they're the only one there. And I just think that would be such a cool moment to just every guy that comes out like, oh, man, is Sam Burns is out next. Is he going to wear a hat? Oh, shit. He's oh, he not doing it, it either. Oh, he he's not it. wearing a hat either. Oh, Max is coming. Next. Is he's not wearing it? a hat. That would be awesome. I love that, DJ. Absolutely love that. I, I, my only would it be better if, if they come out hatless or would you want them to come out with the hat on? And then after they play the first hole, maybe take maybe they, it off and throw it aside before they hit their opening drive. In the spirit of Patrick's uh, clearly, clearly very well thought out uh, and structured protest, uh, maybe it's maybe it's one hole. Put the hat in the bag. You play the first hole with no hat, and then you and then you go on your way. Yeah, maybe, I love you, it. Meet me in the middle. It. That's fine. That's fine. Just do something, man. Just harness this into like some sort of like, hey, we are a fucking unit. We are together. We're we're gonna. You know, it, it, true sticking it to the haters and losers, yeah. Of which there are many. I I think if if I can get a little serious, you know, forgive me for being just a little serious for a second. I I think part of what I thought about with that Jamie tweet, and you hear the word rift, and I think that word specifically is fraught because I think there's a difference between there being a rift in the team room and that. You know, to be, just to half clarify, of the he team. Said, he, he said fractured. Uh, he said fractured. fractured. I don't know if that matters. I think it's still you, but... in the same spirit. Thank yeah, you. Okay. Where it's like, well, does that mean like half the team hates Cantlay and they're like actively? And I don't think that's it at all. But I, I do think there's probably merit to do you have 12 guys like invested, bought in? Like this means a ton to people. And that's where I'm like, throughout the whole u.s no prep yeah it's like i think yeah. that no that, fucking way if we're up 10 6 very absolutely love this <laughs> yeah, event man. exactly uh, there's no event like it randy but as soon as you're down so i think six two it's just fuck this man get me out of here i think then you get like the Harmons and whoever and like of course these guys aren't going to be like oh we hate can't like we we are like we don't want to be in the same room i'm like no but i i do think there is a nuanced discussion about like hey i don't think this group of 12 individuals has really gelled like a team and we say that every fucking Ryder cup in europe so it's like just more of the same i guess 100 percent agree and Cantlay has without any shadow of, the, of a doubt pulled some shenanigans like both this weekend in the process like he has allegedly skipped a team meeting this week i was told by a source i trust uh that is not in the team room but is he has also said like hey i might be coming coming to you with some more stories here like there's there's some stuff going on uh, that that Cantley has pulled. I don't know if there's stuff to like they're eating in the separate sides of the locker room or whatever that is. The only like excuse I'll give, and this may be a horrible part of the process, and that may not be the way to do this, but like part of what the U.S. has prided themselves on 
going back to like Kepka's comments and like how they did things at Whistling Straits was like, hey, like we don't like need to like bust up your weekly routine, right? Like we don't need to pretend like we need to do it like Europe or not. We're different culturally than them. And if you don't want, if you need something, you know, to take a night off to have your rest or whatever, maybe that's excused absence. Maybe that's okay. Or maybe it's pissed off a lot of players. I, I think that's kind of a thing that like Monday or Tuesday after the Ryder Cup, you learn a whole heck of a lot. Somebody <laughs> speaks up. Somebody starts the backstabbing. And it's going to be hard to assess that on Saturday night. Something's brewing. There's something cooking there. I don't, I just don't know if like we have the full story yet. Um, and I'm very, very curious to find it all out. Can I say just suspending any like analysis of what's actually going on purely like sociologically, man, what a perfect controversy. Oh, it's the best. Just can't be proven true or false. <laughs> Everybody has an opinion. I mean, it's just, this is as good as it, as good as it gets. I, proven. No, but I, I, <laughs> I'm extremely, extremely confident that he has made us think about getting uh, not being paid in this event. Yeah, which like is a thing to hone in on. And honestly, I don't blame the European fans at all for heckling him for that. Right? I, I think that's like a perfect emblematic problem with the U.S. side that I thought was kind of rid of. He's been a great team player as far as his results in team events so far. And I thought he was just going to come out and be a killer. He has decidedly not done that until the very end of this, uh, the final match. And I kind of thought that stuff maybe didn't matter as much. But again, they, these guys prove that when they're, uh, you know, when they're losing, things just always fall apart somehow on the on the team bonding front. So but they they also pulled it together in the four balls and they, they got a three one to, uh, you know, keep this thing relevant for at least until, you know, one or two o'clock tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's it's still like, again, I don't think the final results in question, but it's fucking fun. Like each yeah. session is fun. Each match is still fun. I the golf course is fun, man. The, I, fin the finishing yeah. stretch of the golf course is, is really good. I really wish, uh, those matches didn't flip on, on Friday afternoon. That ridiculous sequence of events that the U S lost a point and a half on the final two holes, not even for the final results sake, but man, would it be interesting if this was what nine set it'd be nine, seven yeah. going into tomorrow. If they don't have those ridiculous, Odds shift in three consecutive matches. I got to say, I know they did a good job of it today, but I, I went and followed Max because uh, he, you know, he was kind of balling out. And Randy, to your point, we're, I, I kind of had that question in my head all day of like, who is the the team heart? Like, who's who's the guy that's going to gonna get him going when the chips are down? And honestly, watching the morning, I was like, maybe it's Max. Like, he, yeah. he seems like he fucking really wants to be there. And he's taking it very seriously. And he's in that JT kind of, spirit of like hey this means the same to us as it does to them and so i went and followed him for for quite a bit it's so hard to close a four balls match on the road like watching they got it to i think max eagled 12 twice today which we'll get into i'm sure but he uh walking off that green was four up with six to play and i was like oh it'd be kind of fun to watch you know watch him you know finish that point and go two and oh and yada 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 and uh, like the, the the we're listening to the earpieces while we're out there and listen to the the world feed and the radio broadcast and stuff and they said on there like basically like you know tommy and uh nikolai are gonna have to pretty much birdie out in order to keep this thing relevant and they came so close to doing that and when you just when you get one putt to go in like uh fleetwood did on 13 all of a sudden like the whole crowd gets behind you the whole crowd start thinking like man what if we flip this four into zero what if we flip this three into zero and you just kind of saw like it building again what we saw on friday afternoon and it was just a really fun watch to to try to watch people actually hold it together in that specific format because somebody's always in the hole and somebody can always will yeah. in a putt and god damn if if 
weird putts don't start going in 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 this event man oh, yeah. i've seen randy i've seen 12 to 15 shots and i'm like oh that's that would not have happened in another tournament that would not have gone in right i don't know if it's hyper focus i don't know if it's whatever but it's fleetwood chipping in on 17 for eagle today it's like that's not a real shot no. man nobody makes that nobody roms 16. oh 16 sorry roms eagle on 18 yeah, and Rom's eagle on 16 and Max's eagle on 16 and Max's hold bunker shot on four, on 15 today. It's like those shots don't go in and there's only what 16 players on the golf course. Yeah. <laughs> there's only 16 balls in play. People are holding out from everywhere. Like that's statistically shout out to the data boys. Like that doesn't happen very much. <laughs> so anyways, that was a, a ramble, but a lot KBV, KBV's here. I love where to get to before it gets oh, KBV sorry. and I'm excited for that. But did you know we have our own range finder and carrying case now? We partnered we up that today. with our friends. I know it would be kind of nice at these. We partnered with our friends at Precision Pro Golf to customize the NX10 rangefinder with your favorite NLU designs to rep the podcast on the course. You can head to precisionprogolf.com slash NLU. Use code no laying up to save $20 on the rangefinder in case. We've been using the NX10 for over a year now. It is a tank. It has fallen off my cart many times because, uh, you know, some shaky golf cart uh, golf carts that we have uh, here in Florida. And it is a I've ran over it and it's totally fine. The thing has survived everything. Locks onto its target lightning quick. It's got additional features such as slope switch, HD optics, magnetic cart mount. It makes the NX10 our go to choice on the course. You won't find a better customer care package in golf from free battery replacements to industry leading customer service and a 90 day money back guarantee. There's a reason Precision Pro has been our trusted partner for years. Don't wait. PrecisionProGolf.com slash NLU to save $20 and get your NLU rangefinder and carrying case with code no laying up. I was going to ask you to do the Collinsworth slide in. That was, that was, oh, you, sorry, you, oh, you ruined fuck, my I'm surprise sorry, here. Sorry. But the big J journalist has come back to the hotel, spent some time in the pressers. Uh, we've broken down uh, LaCava Gate, but I'm, I'm wondering if you, you can add any journalistic. Uh... Rory was yelling at KBV for his succession takes. Off, <laughs> off that, were you the one off camera? I'm <laughs> yeah. the eldest boy. I deserve this. No, I was going to say, I'm, I'm sad I missed the no cap version of the segment of the pod. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was honestly talk about it if you yeah. want. It's, it's, fun. It's, a, it's all anybody cares yeah, about. It's, fine. it's truly hilarious that we're having this much like controversy over a hat. That's what I said. It's, like, it's so perfect. It's best. I said it's the greatest like description of like what an egregious uh golf controversy is. Is that like an opponent's butler waved his hat in your general direction <laughs> and it became a huge fucking deal? And the you know, maybe the yeah, exactly. I bite my thumb at you, <laughs> sir. Uh just ridiculous I, I think like i i heard you guys in a little bit i was in a, a wacko shuttle that uh, completely wasn't my own shuttle that my shuttle was run out you know the, the shuttle system in italy is great here but i'm sure no, <laughs> no one wants to hear talk about that i was listening to the show i think i'm i'm team rory here too Deej. i think caddies should not be involving themselves in the event in any way shape or form and i agree with that part yeah. i do i sorry continue i mean does he did he get too worked up like i don't know i think he just he and patrick have philosophical differences about the way that they view you know the way that the pga tour is going to go forward the way that uh they're he, they he have, being rory yeah rory and patrick i think and i think you know i, I don't know if they I, I can't go as far as to say and this is not attributing it to him they don't like each other but i think that there's some tension there i think that played into the fact of like i don't want to lose to this fucking guy and again he, again again and he did and that must have been super frustrating that moment. They were, they were one up on 16T. They flipped that match. The Ryder Cup is over, clearly, if Rory and Fitzy close that out. So it's just, I, it had to be, like, maddening to him 
be like, I could have, I could have done this hero shit. I hit this amazing shot in the 16 or 17, whatever, 16. I almost made it. That, that fucking three wood that he hit into that thing was among the best shots I've ever, I've seen a lot of his shots is among the best shots of his I've ever seen. I mean, Wyndham was trying to take driver there. Every other guy took driver and hit three wood probably, I don't know, 180 feet in the air. It was as bad as, as good as Roy's shot was. Worst shot I've ever seen Wyndham Clark hit, even, oh even after the shank yesterday. It oh was so far left. Uh, anyway, I don't have a lot to add, to sort of add on Hatgate. I agree with kind of what's been said. I mean, it, it's a little bit awkward because Jamie's our friend. He appears on the show a lot. I do think in those situations, just from a journalist perspective, you owe it to the person to get a response from them before you really go with it. It's a weird kind of element in this kind of Twitter world, this podcast world where people just sort of throw stuff out. Sometimes people are journalists. Sometimes people are not. Then other journalists are commenting on it. Then non-journalists are commenting on it. But Dylan DeShare and I were talking about, like, we kind of need, like, a journalism summit to, like, re sort of set the rules here about, like, what's okay, what's not. Are If you're cheering for Europe, is it okay for you to, you know, comment on something that's damaging uh, to the to U.S. team? I, I do think it's, it is truly funny that it changed the tenor of the whole, like, Ryder Cup in that sense. But it did. And so that's like, it, I'm all for it because it's like spicy fun now. It's like, yeah, it, it is truly the kind of stupid shit that we look at and laugh about every time we do one of these Ryder yeah. Cup we look back pods. We need to take diligent notes. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> when, when Elon blows up X or whatever and there's no record of all this shit, don't, don't start calling it X. That's okay. how it happens. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's how I know. it happens. All right. Twi- that's sports washing. <laughs> that's right. Twixer. I've, I've been referring to it. I, I just, I, I think. It's just fucking funny. I mean, I, I do agree. Like, I, we have talked to a couple people. Patrick has done some things that have, have frustrated uh, people. You know, we don't know directly. I think it's a little bit of a put on how they're like, we love this team. Everybody in here is awesome. Everything's great. I think they are kind of united about, like, they, sometimes you need something to rally. Football coach has been using this shit for years. The media doesn't believe in us. Media's trying to fuck us. You know, let's go out there and let's show them. Blah, blah, blah. I, you know, I covered Brian Billick for, for a little bit of time during the Ravens. That was the only card he had to play. It was the media's trying to screw us. Media's, it didn't really help it. His offense was straight fucking sucked, which is really analogous to what the U.S. has looked like through you know, three, the first three sessions of the Ryder cup, the fact that they finally got in gear and sort of showed a little bit of talent and now are only down five and a half is, you know, I think indicative of like, why couldn't you guys wake the fuck up earlier? What would uh, Brooks and Scotty's QE rating be today? Oh gosh. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, just a, a, a final loop on that is the way golf or media in general is interpreted is Let's say there's like four facts involved with something, sure. and you if you mess up one of the four facts, that means the other three are wrong. That doesn't that's, that's not the reality, sure. but that's how things get treated, right? And that's yep. where like I think the U.S. has an easy rallying cry to get behind of not only the you know the saying that he was the the PJ tour or the Presidents Cup guys are paid that's an easy one to deny, and then like being able to like the, the the one thing the agent did deny was that the hat was the direct protest. And now it's again, like he's all, let off the hook a little bit True. for he, show me the paper where, where he spelled out this protest. <laughs> that was truly one of the other big things I learned. Uh, just another serious moment of journalism here. Like at ESPN is if you get any of the little details wrong in investigative report, they'll totally pull the sleight of hand of like, well, you know, this, this guy's name was spelled wrong. So how like accurate can this report possibly be? And the people who want to sort of you know, use our, our system. <laughs> <laughs> people, you put the fedora on, you own it. The you people, know, people who want it on. to be false will only focus on those little things and, and yada, yada, yada past the bigger, larger thing. And I think, you know, that's why you have to have shit nailed down. And I, so. Hmm. 
Um, we've already talked a lot. We have uh, we did this for the Solheim Cup. You guys did this mm-hmm. when you're over in Spain, and uh, it was great content. Uh, we as a viewer, might I was, be a new tradition. I was watching. <laughs> no, I knew the uh, <laughs> the sequence for the uh, the pairings on Sunday. I'd, I'd seen the sheet come out, but you guys doing the show had not seen it. So you're finding out uh, kind of live how the uh, how how things shook out. And uh, DJ, I think you made some predictions on what the pairings are going to be. Yeah, I know everyone to... watching this has has the pairings and knows them, uh, but I, it could be some fun content idea to kind of do it. Uh, we'll learn it all together. Just I know so one. You, I know two pairings. Just so you can laugh at at uh, how wrong I was. Here's what I would put out if I was Zach Johnson. Uh, first, JT. Second, Max Homa. Third, the Hammer Pat Cantlay. Uh, fourth, Wyndham Clark. Fifth, Xander. Sixth. Brian Harmon, seventh, Scotty Scheffler, eight, Scam Burns, nine, Brooks Kepka, ten, Ricky, eleven, Speeth, twelve, Morikawa. Okay. Oh. You're really front loading. You're just saying we're going to. Fuck gonna, yeah. Like, <laughs> if we get to the end, I, the I, guy's got to pull off some. Morikawa is my last in, in case something miraculous happens. But other than that, it is like whatever Again. dry powder we got, man, throw it out there. <laughs> Again, why I'm not believing in the U.S. comeback. You said front loading. They're putting JT out first, who went zero and two today. Like I don't know if the US can front load. I well, and that's and I don't that's think true. they got nine good golfers right now. Uh, Europe, I went number one, Rom. Uh, number two, Fitz. Number three, Ludwig Aberg. Number four, Rory McIlroy. Number five, Hatton. Six, Fleetwood. Seven, Straka. Eight, Bobby Mack. Uh, number nine, Justin Rose. Ten, Hoygard. Eleven, Hovland. Twelve, Lowry. It's a little blue wall back there, just in case any shenanigans happen. All right, but I think those guys would take care of business early. Um, if you'll allow me, I'll, I'll, the only pairing I know is the first one. And if you'll let me spoil it, uh, if we, if you're ready for this right ready. now, I'll do so it. So ready. I'll tell you the story of how I know. Um, we're getting ready for the show. I asked DJ, "Hey, do you want me to go get some old fashions down at the bar?" He's like, "Sure." I go down to the bar. Uh, I'm carrying two old fashions back. I run into a, a, a joyous and excited U.S. fan in the lobby. Sully. Scheffler Rom out first. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> What's your take? <laughs> I was like, was, no, it no, Zach, no. was it Zach Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, what do you think? Because <laughs> no. it's not too late to change. Don't tell me anymore. Don't tell me anymore. All I'm right, Rom. I rocked it. You rocked it. I with could. Rom. I could do this. <laughs> so Scheffler played uh, once today. He lost in historic fashion, nine and seven in foursomes, and we'll get there. And that's who you're sending out first again. I. I'm not really questioning it because I don't really know like what your lineup should be when you when your guys play this poorly over two days. Obviously, I'm thrilled to get another rematch with with Scheffler and Rom. I mean, Scheffler played really well on Friday, but did not play well in his one match on Saturday. May, may have been exhausted. I don't know, but that's a great match to start this thing. And as, as long as as long as JT is two or three, I'm fine with Scotty going out first. I, I do think Scotty like. Singles is the closest we have to 72 hole stroke play. And, you know, I, I think his floor is still higher than anybody else's. But uh, yeah, it's, that's that's he, concerning. He left, and he left out the part where he cried. Uh, he he did have his cried. fucking soul. Which, yeah. Or do which we you know, know I love because has a soul. Are, that was where I was true. writing about. I mean, we saw he still hasn't read that piece, but you <laughs> I know, did read it. It was great. It was fantastic. <laughs> I was nervous it was going to make me cry, but thankfully it didn't. Uh, no, I honestly, that people who are saying like these guys don't care enough, I was like, man, look at that right there. Like that amazing picture that somebody tweeted with him with like his head in his hands and meredith like had her arm around him like 
man, I've been that guy, like just being like an Ryder absolutely, Cup. yeah, exactly. <laughs> 72. I've been on Ryder Cup <laughs> recap podcast. Yeah. Forget to hit record, man. It's brutal. No, yeah. about my takes. <laughs> oh, that's true. So, I mean, you know, I think he'll be, want to play better. He obviously gives a shit, but it's just, when you get your ass kicked that bad, I mean, I, I, there was that great video that showed up where someone, I think it was Freddie Couples, like informed JT, you know, hey, it was bones. It was bones. Yeah. yeah. Hey, they they lost nine and seven, and, and you could see just lip reading JT nine and seven, <laughs> like holy fuck. Which I, I think I I would love. I think real quick, Cody. Sorry, I think we have some offsetting apologies to to offer. Uh, TC, who of course is not with us this evening, did want to apologize for Ludwig's afternoon session. Thank you, TC. Mm. He also had a great bit about how you know i'm sorry i thought he was gonna play 26 or uh 36 holes he actually only was able to play like 28 <laughs> which is which is really funny uh but he he apologized for the afternoon i think a lot of the ludwig apology tour was hey let's see what he does let's see what he does let's see what he does he goes out and wins his first two matches as a rookie including uh one in the largest margin of victory in the history of the Ryder cup will you apologize Okay. <laughs> we, we need, like, if you want to look at just a little tiny bit of data to understand why they lost that match nine and seven, the, the European team played totally fine. The uh, American team of Brooks Kepka and Scotty Scheffler, uh, Scotty was minus 4.25. Brooks was minus 4.26 strokes gain. I don't think they would have broken 80 on their own ball. So for that match, I will not. However, going two and one, and being an energizer and being part of a European team that has totally flipped the script, which is where this whole thing is anchored in, yes, I will apologize. Okay. Hell yeah. And I will don the honorary fedora for apologizing for the ticket. That's satisfying. That's great. Okay. Oh, I, hopefully that will satisfy TC. TC, I see you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm playing out here. Here's this to say about this opening match. I, I to, and actually, let me just apologize very quickly. I believe I said something to the effect last night of uh, Brooks is going to be, quote, the dude. Uh, <laughs> not the dude today. Did he was not happen. the dude. Uh, hand up. Uh, I'll wear that one. That was that was not good. The dude was not really out supporting other people's matches either after he took a, a beating. Uh, I did see him finally. He's got to get his naps in. He might, might have been licking his wounds. I did see him finally show up on the 18th uh, there. Yeah. But that was, you know, honestly, there was not anybody uh, with the Cantlay uh, Wyndham pairing for a big chunk of it like they were all up on other matches or whatever it's just sort of like hey fend for yourself yeah. uh whereas john rom was like this, this we're gonna leave john rom for a sec was absolutely like bouncing between matches and yeah. like analyzing shot by shot and like just it was awesome to, i know like, over here so him, fun to watch. him and be like we've got to make these guys pop worse it's just absolutely bullshit <laughs> <laughs> he was awesome i was like god i, I want to talk to you but i'm so afraid <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rom going out first. Well, so first match though is again is as bad as Scotty played today. Like that feels like a good draw for the U.S. in terms of you have to flip the script on its head tomorrow. And I think like if you got like Scotty versus Bob McIntyre, that's just not doing a whole lot. Yeah. So if you get the reignition of Scotty on his you know on his own ball and beating John Rom again back to back, yeah, rematch of whistling, straight. rematch of whistling. They had an awesome kind of back and forth in the four ball yesterday as well. That's that's like. If there's a path to victory, it is Scotty beating Rom. Again, I'm not going to do the clown makeup thing where I convince myself of a path to victory because <laughs> I'm ready for them to just come out and lay another egg tomorrow. But that is a good draw for the U.S. Uh, I will take Rom for sure. Randy, Rom Scheffler, what do you think? Uh, I think Rom, based on form, I was going to add that 
you know, I think the United States honestly should feel fortunate that that Jamie Weir tweet came out because if not, the story of the day is I believe the the first two groups in the morning lost seven of their first eight combined holes. And, and not like Europe necessarily went and won the holes. The U.S. team lost those holes. And so to follow up an ass-kicking on Friday with a complete no-show out of your first two groups yeah. with four of the biggest names on your team is, I mean, that's, I don't know what to say about that except for, like, that just simply cannot happen. Um, and they were throwing a lifeline late in the day with with all this hat stuff. But I think Rom, I honestly, my, my only thing with, with putting Rom out first. God, it's so sick. It's awesome. <laughs> Makes me laugh every time. <laughs> the, I know. The hat incident. Yeah, and, and do this unfortunate hat incident. <laughs> this whole, the whole complexion changed. Oh, ahead, yeah. Randy. I don't know if the boys could hear me. No, I was just going to say, I think throwing Rom out first is, I, I understand, right? Put put your horse out there, let him set the tone. But yeah, it's a true, like, what if he gets shot in the face situation? And if Scotty <laughs> can beat him and Rom goes down, then I think all it's of a, a sudden, you, yeah, you give the U.S. team coming off, you know, they're talking this momentum to end Saturday. And if, and if they get that first match, then it's like, oh, good our guy's gonna start to pucker so i probably would have put rom more in that middle ground start to build the wall with him i to counter that randy uh oh oh you're okay i'm sorry you're you're talking european side i i, I i'm, I'm kind of with you on that right i think it's again if i think if rom wins though the Ryder cup's over i mean it, I, I i currently think it's over but if, if he wins it's definitely over uh match two match two somebody tell us Match two at 11.47 local time. Uh, somebody who Randy once called the generational player. Uh, he, he's a, another California guy. Um, my guy, my guy CM. Oh, Morikawa. Okay. Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland. Wow. What do you got? Wow. All right, I had that towards the back of my lineup, but uh, that's exquisite. Class of 2019. That's the, the big question. Who's yeah. going to be the best of this group? Wolf? More Cower Hovland. I mean, talk about Randy. Everything you just said. If the U.S. takes those first two, that's those are those are big pelts. Uh, however, 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 however I, I think I'm taking Hovland in that one as well. Colin had a really nice bounce back today. He played good golf. He and Sam had a very good match, like a prototypical. Here's how you play four ball. Here's how you make birdies. Here's how you give yourself two looks. Here's how you put pressure on your opponent. Um, I'm, I'm still going to take Hovland. I mean, they, Hovland had a rough afternoon session. I think a, a just something to look at with Hovland and Rory. I think those were the only two guys to go all all four sessions yeah. on the uh, on the Euro Europe side. I think, I think it might be sleepy. Max went the, was the only one to go on the uh, American side. I think that's right. Um, yeah, is he going to be sleepy? Colin Morikawa was pretty rested. I guess he played one match today. He you know he played two on Friday. That's the only reason I think Morikawa would have not have a chance, but might pull out the win. I'm taking Hovland. I think Rom and, Hov and Hovland would rather die than lose those two matches. <laughs> that's just, I think that, I, that's obviously yeah. not truly die, but like their souls would die if they. I, I just can't see it happening. So, match three Randy. feels like. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I I like Vic. I I just don't see Colin as I'm sorry the type that's going to relish, you know, being in that spot over on European soil. This feels like the tournament of Victor. So give me Vic in that one. I agree with you on that. Match three. I think sorry, someone real, that real quick, Cody, if I may, just sorry to interrupt there. There's a lot of noise in strokes gain data and match play to begin with. There's a lot of noise in, in something that's this small. 
But worth noting, on the European side, the top two guys in strokes gained total for the week are Rahm and Hovland. Like, that's the first two guys that they're sending out. Scotty Scheffler uh, is the 20th ranked overall in the competition. But, again, U.S. does not is choosing between a bunch of bad options as, as of right now to send out. But Europe is saying, no, we're front-loading. Top two guys that have played the best golf this week are going out first. I think Hovland getting his ass beat in the afternoon was kind of a weird one, too, with it. Like, I know it's all relative and whatever, but, like, really long layoff, right? Like, with... <laughs> Like getting that match done super early, like you have, Russ. Like truly, you have to like. It's one thing. I, I truly believe this. I think it's one thing to basically be like, "Man, I got to go hammer lunch as fast as I can." And I'm going right back to the first tee. I think it's another where it's like, I don't know. Should I like get a massage? Should I like try to get a quick nap? Should I hang out? Should I what? And I think they looked like different people the when European, they went back out, and I, I, it's kind of understandable. The European media has really been hammering this layoff for the U.S. Maybe. Victor should have enrolled in another tournament. In exactly. Between, you know, that's interesting. Little, mm. I don't know. Challenge tour somewhere in there. Just zip over to senior uh, Italian open. Yeah. <laughs> it, oh, yeah. I thought you said Ludwig. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next match. Match number three. Somebody who uh, has stoked a little bit of fire in us. We, we've mentioned it in our JT. internal Slack channels. Somebody who we used to just be kind of disgusted over. And now all of a sudden we're like, damn, man, like this kind of this guy kind of getting it going for me a little bit. That is. Can't uh, the future, probably uh, sir, but we're not going to get too ahead of ourselves there. Justin Rose. Oh, sorry. You're outside. Versus, versus uh, uh, the man uh, with no hat. Can't lay. Yeah. Pat the bat. Pat the bat. <laughs> Pat can't. the no hat bat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a fun match. God, that's a fun match. Do we think, uh, I mean, kind of a bleak way to look at it, but do we think this is Justin Rose's last Ryder Cup match. Ooh. Potentially. Potential captain. 43. In the very near future. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. know. You know, he, he mean, made I a big deal. A made a big deal about it earlier this year. His uh, his recovery trailer or, or RV that was traveling around with him. I don't know if that made it guy. over. Yeah. That, I, I think is there a cold plunge situation at the, the hotel? Who knows? But I agree with you. Outside of almost like probably his last match. Sure pick to be a future captain, though. Certainly his last European uh, like yeah, Sunday. I would think so, right? Yeah, I think it, there's a very good chance he could that play, feels like play Beth Page. He, I think there's a very good chance he could be the captain of their manner. Uh, yeah, you know, he's not that much different in age than Luke. Uh, very as clearly as I can state this, Patrick, if you want to be played to play the Ryder Cup, you fucking got to be Justin Rose tomorrow. Yeah, you have to, uh, you absolutely have to. So, I'm, I'm taking Cantley in that one. Man, I don't think I have good enough luck. Uh, for Justin Rose to, to go out on an L. I think he's going to absolutely rub my nose in it as he has all week. Uh, and he's, I, again, I, hand up. I can put the fedora on if you want. Justin Rose has been awesome this week. It's been very fun to watch. You detailed the the celebration yesterday. You kind of gave a mini version of it yeah. today. But the, the like, turning around and it, having the, the, like, clarity of mind when that putt goes in to turn around and just point at your teammates you and, and you single and them you, all out is like man that's ah that's up there with like the coolest celebration. yeah that was for all the lads he said <laughs> it is and uh important to the morgan stanley guys next i don't think you could pick <laughs> that will be the most partisan match you could i think you could possibly that's what i mean i think justin's like, I, I think justin might win but, i don't think can't can do let that let me tell you this magic shit two days in a row i got some real like patrick reed vibes from that can't lay match today yep. it reminded me a lot of the hazeltine stuff where uh he was just like yeah like fuck y'all i'm gonna do i'm, I'm gonna 
basically like you know kick your shit kick your, no one's gonna fucking tell me that i'm not gonna do this and, and now he's got the taste for blood too yeah uh, so i don't know i mean I, it'll be super if patrick Cantley, maybe patrick Cantley doesn't realize that he like super feeds off of negative energy from other people <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like oh okay like People are going to root against me the whole rest of my career. That's awesome. I love that. I don't know why I thought of this. He should come out with such an outrageous hat, like a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> really tall. Uh, he's really uh, like down low over his eyes. The man of the black hat is uh, out there, sick. out there just wrecking people. Randy, what gets you going on this Rose Cantley match? I uh, I think KVV hit on it. I, I think Cantley is one of the three people that I trust on team USA to kind of embrace the hate and enjoy being the target of a lot of ridicule. I think Cantlay beats him tomorrow. I obviously found something late in the day today. Um, that should be a fun one, but I think, I think, I think, I think tool man gets it done. All right. Let's think about this guy. I want to, as we go through this, I want to plot out a potential path to the U S victory just for, interesting sake all right so i don't think they're gonna win they're not gonna both win all of those. three of those they're not gonna yeah they're not gonna win the first they're not gonna be both victor and rom all right so let's say they get one point one, one. from one of those two and let's say morikawa gets him a second point now cantley's got him a third point so they want let's at the the best case scenario for them is they go three and one in the first you know probably best case realistically is two and a half to one and a half but let's say they go three and one let's just sort of plot that out okay. all right we're moving yep. forward now would love to see JT here shortly, Code Man. Okay, I, I like that match. As a, match. as a huge JT apologist, I, I'm I'm going to challenge you on this. Really? When, when this comes, I mean, he was bad today. Okay, well, I didn't watch. Oh, we'll that can you today. can we'll you look there. at his strokes gain data when we get to him? Because I heard someone was telling me about it. It's like he's like bad. real bad. It's bad. Continue, Cody. Sorry. <laughs> Spoiler. It's, it's, it's almost the worst. Uh, that's you how know. bad it is. Match number four. Uh, uh, I'm not surprised to find uh, see him in this position. Former number one player in the world, number one in a lot of people's hearts. Which uh, he which also goes. Are we talking about Europe? He also goes hatless at times. Uh, Roderick he, McElroy. He, Rory, yes, sir. Rory, Rory McElroy. Uh, hopefully, he gets out of that parking lot tonight. Versus, uh, Ooh, this is some. Uh, he's, yeah, he is. does very very well on Southern grass. He's a uh, man. Peter Burns. Low. Currently, Sam. Oh God! Burns. He beat the fuck out of Burns, right? Uh, yeah, this is tough. He Burns better. Really, he was better. He was better today. Burns had a really good bounce back yeah. today. He played very good golf. Now he's sitting at at one and one, and that cat. You like as much as well, there's a lot to question in the whole process and all of those things. It flipped. Like last night on the show, we were saying, "Hey, Burns was the guy to question, not JT." It kind of flips back there today when we get into the matches. I think a little bit and. Burns played great. He was himself again. I don't know if he's in the wrong format and foursomes. <laughs> I, sh I shit all over Burns last night, so I feel like I should have to wear the fedora. He pass, was much better. Today. Pass it he to was... me for the JT part. Okay, so. Bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can wear it for that, too. Okay, you okay, okay. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I think Rory wins it, but I, I have some hope in that one. Okay. Yeah. Hope. I, I, I like I like hope, though. Randy, you, got, you have any yeah. hope here? I, if Rory doesn't win this, it's uh, Rory's I might actually call really him to retire good. again Especially for the 10th like, time. Rory's been really, really good in big moments, and it's it's very hard to describe at big moments this week. Like, yeah. like yeah. shots that they need to hit this week, Rory has absolutely hit. I think he was honestly, I don't think this he really thought this, but I, I was thinking at some point 
that he really wanted to go fucking five and zero. Like, yeah. And so he was kind of pissed off that he lost that match because he was like, "I'm I'm putting this Ryder Cup on my back, and I'm going to win five all five matches." It, it's God. It's hard to explain like the energy out there when Rory starts running and what. I don't know. That's a lot of people rooting for Rory. <laughs> on a golf course, it seems to suit him really well. I, I, I think it just something to look for in that is Rory playing his fifth match against somebody that's only playing their third match, which is like what yeah, the U.S. like tries true. to do. I know it's really hard to predict is one thing. And Rory gets really up to beat like, you know, he lost in the JT match in 2018, uh, but like gets really up to beat like Xander, right? And I, it's hard to, I don't know. It's kind of hard to front run that or get super amped and super fired up and super like built up for somebody that you really know you should beat. Just calling a couple sure, flags and sure. be like, yeah, like it, it could. There's he some didn't beat Stuart Sink. He have Stuart <laughs> Sink. <laughs> Stuart Sink, yeah, gave it to him. Stuart so. Sink's such a unit. You guys have that takeaway this is week. A large man. <laughs> yeah, um, mm. Randy. I got to take Rory, but yeah, I don't. I'm not super confident in it. I don't know. Is Rory still dead? Rory is dead. Yeah. And I'm just concerned with the way he was reacting tonight, like shouting in the parking lot. If if that's truly just over Lacava and the US team, like again, what what are what are we doing? I, I don't know. Not with you, Randy. Next up, Cody. Next up, we have Max. hold on. Uh, yes, uh, match number five, <laughs> Mister uh, Max Homa. Okay. Very good. U.S. is versus player. Yeah. This yes, it's it's saying. very very interesting where they uh, put him in not, this lineup. But not hyperbole uh, to say that. No, Sorry. by a lot. Yeah. Yep. Versus versus uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, Ooh. which I think could be a very very interesting match. That's fun. Uh, wow. Okay. You're just you're just now telling me this for the first time. I have again the opposite. <laughs> I, have to, the op- I have to think about this. The wow, opposite there. Wow. She's a tremendous lady. Fitz just is, now telling me this. Fitz has only played two matches. Max has played four. Just mm-hmm. a, a note there as well. This is fatigue factor. Solid. Wasn't that great today? Well, not as good today. But didn't still. do a whole lot today. Um, but yeah, I mean, gosh, Max is is truly ascending. Right. God, am I starting to like buy some hope here? Mm. Do I need to like replay the tape from last night? Of uh, don't don't convince God. yourself. All right, so let's Solly big keeping, believer in fate. Keeping, Chris big believer in fate. Solid. Keeping track. Uh, we're gonna fifth say match. fifth match. So Rory probably wins that match. So it's three two. Is this fifth or sixth, Cody? This Sorry, six. Right? Yeah. No, that was the no. Fifth. This is five. But we didn't we didn't account for it. We said three one was earlier. Right? You were too fast on three one. Was that so this, okay? This is the yeah. fifth match. Yeah. Okay. All right, so where would we? Start? You got to be four one through these. Four one through these. Okay, you have to. Don't make or me believe, least, guys. Wow. At least get a half point out of Burns. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's going to be a moment tomorrow when you do believe. Oh, there's always sure. that one little moment where we're like, oh my gosh, if, if we flip these six matches and if the rest <laughs> finish exactly how it is, we got this. It's but never, I, if, in I case think, you don't know, yeah. in case any listeners out there don't know, it's never happened. Never, ever, ever happened. Five, much less five and a half. But. It's five. The gap five, is five. Yeah, it's it's ten and a half to uh, and so the gap is six, ten and a half, five and a half. And, right, right, five. Yes, it's five. <laughs> I'm really good at math. Carry the one. It is it, that has never happened. However, but they just got to get nine or whatever. They in 2012, people forget Europe this. did score eight and a half. Okay. To, I mean, granted, the the last match Tiger kind of punted after the, the celebration already happened, but the road team has scored eight and a half when down uh, by. By four going into it so 
Gotta be sick if it came back. The tie, whole tie thing came back again. Oh, <laughs> Lord willing. Uh, Cody, next match. Next match, match number six, uh, representing Predict- the great state of Georgia. Brian Harmon. Brian Harmon versus uh, the excitable it. boy from England, Lord Carol <laughs> Hatton. God, Sally, I kind of like that one for the U.S. too. Harmon was good today. He was he was much better. He was very very bad on Friday, uh, and I thought he was playing like actually solid station to station golf out there. He was in play a lot more. Uh, short game looked better. Uh, I think he's getting just more and more comfortable. I don't uh, know. Neil did say in our Slack, he's not ready for varsity. Uh, and that's fair. Forsums was good. Four ball was not good this afternoon. Yeah. Okay. Guys, can I, I? I'm really. I do not like this European lineup. I. I mean, just reading through the the six names left. I mean, if shit gets squirrely early, you're going to be counting on Lowry, Fleetwood, Hoygaard, Ludwig, Big Shot Bob, and Sepp Straka to try mm. to save this thing. Randy, I, I don't listen, know why. I, I don't I, know why I, Luke felt the need to like have to win this in the first six matches. Are you saying you don't have the horses in the back? <laughs> I'm saying I'm worried. We don't have the horses in the back. Maybe Luke panicked I, after the Lakava thing. I, like we're we're intimidated. We're we're ready to. You know. I think if you are a captain leading and you don't front load, that's your only chance to get lambasted, right? Like uh, that's what you know. Davis Love let you know in 2012 let them get too far out in front, and the momentum was all on the board. Like that's the whole thing. It might be a myth, but like the path, the 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 uh, the the fight for the early momentum seems to be the most important thing. Like. I don't know. They just go out and step on their neck, and then you don't need to rely on them. And listen, Randy, I've been l- looking at the names that you just read off and talking myself into the U.S. winning for literally two years now. It hasn't worked out that way. All right, I'm not. I'm not letting you do it. I'm not letting you make fall. No, I know. But if if there is a path, I feel like God. I feel like this lineup is gives you one. I do agree. I, Eight I and also want points to so many points. It's so like many. That's, so many. I know. Really, so I know. much. I know. I know. I want to throw a little tiny flag on the the strokes gain data too because they're not playing stroke play they're playing a team game where brian Harmon's playing away from a lot of flags in four ball like he and, and max is playing like he's it's hitting all, it to noisy. here and max is taking a shot or you know what i mean like they're they're putting out of order and they're like it's 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 noisy. There's weird shit going on it's so. noisy for sure i, I did I, enjoy that brian Harmon after the whole like does the team dissenting like walked out of the press conference and was like yeah <laughs> truly <laughs> which is very funny yeah <laughs> Um, it, it it's it's a lot of noise, but it's like yeah, you can kind of look at this and see who played the best and who who didn't. Sure. Like, individual, it's kind of like all right, like speed duck hooks one into the absolute shit on six, Hy- and like and, <laughs> hypothetically. hypothetically, and JT whiffs it after trying to get a drop. Like JT gets a, a minus full shot on his approach, or if, yeah. if you if you bury your partner in the greenside bunker then their strokes gained approach is going to look shitty because they can't get the ball like it's just in that small sample size really really noisy but overall now randy i'm trying to think i'm trying to i'm trying to get inside your captain's head you know where where's the firewall where's the firewall going to start again right i feel like now he's got to burn a couple He's got. To, he's got to burn. Yeah, a you got to go. Here, you got to right. go. Bob and Hoygard, I think. And and Seth. I was gonna say, I, I would vote. I would picture Big Shot Bob in this next spot. Oh no. Very, uh, match number seven. Here we go. Not Big Shot Bob, but a uh, a at one point in time uh, spent a ton of time in Texas, specifically Ludwig. Oh God, Ludwig. Uh, Ludwig. Ludwig. 
Pistols versus or whatever the fuck they say versus uh brooks kepka whoa i yeah. like it i like whoa. it is a big boy match for Ludwig of uh, a big spot on a Sunday. And like, th- I think we're going to see could, who Ludwig really is tomorrow. I, this could easily be, you know, it's a big deal for the Europeans who clinches the Ryder yeah. Cup with you could get that point. That could be it. God, TC could just absolutely oh. like be in, in ecstasy. If it's, <laughs> I, if it's Ludwig. Can I flip that on? This is a big spot for Bruce Kepka. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm going to put the fedora on literally all the commenters that have been just like, oh, you can't not take Brooks. You can't. I threw some challenge flags on like, hey, man, hasn't really done shit since the PGA, like laid a huge egg the last time they went to Europe and just laid an absolutely epic egg today with the number one player in the world. The likes also, of which we've never seen. The likes of which we've truly <laughs> never seen and was awful in the four ball yesterday until he finally made a birdie in like the 13th hole. Like he has not brought it. It did not come. He and whined like a bitch after John Rom kicked not his it. ass. Not like, it. And has been probably like has to have been one of the like we said, we've not seen him out there supporting any of the team or any of that. Like no addition to the team so far. Almost truly almost none. And I would say he is as again looking at noisy stats, the fourth worst player uh so far in this event. He doesn't really like help all the live boys who are like saying, Well, it should have brought Bryson, should have brought, you know, some of the other guys. Like yeah, man. Like, here's your here's your fucking big killer who's just sucked. This your king. Is this your <laughs> king. <laughs> uh, random thing to pay attention to that I was really struck by. Ludwig makes Brooks look really small, Ludwig's and so and Brooks is not small. He's a linebacker. Brooks is a big dude. No, and he's not a linebacker. I'm so over that. That's it, the joke. A, he's a well, Shelby I, I, Montana I, linebacker. <laughs> outside well, linebacker. That is true. If we're D. talking six man football, hell yeah, he is. <laughs> That's the joke, Cody. He doesn't actually look like a linebacker. Just, that's a thing that people were trying to put out in the world. Pay, pay attention to that steady cam shot uh, tomorrow because Ludwig makes him look like a little it boy. Could it be like the Mark Ingram, uh, Derrick Henry. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, man. Ludwig's a unit. I think the the pulse rate in that match could be very low. It's true. Just be a bunch of dudes being like, yeah, cool. I don't know who I'm taking in that one. I'm gonna take Ludwig. Let's get through the pairs. I think the predictions are, right, are bogging take, us down a little bit. I'm gonna take Go Kepka. Just for the record, I'd like a better like win. That. I might take you. Don't think there's any carryover like carryover from today, like Ludwig just absolutely going out there and with Victor and like just beating their ass nine and seven. I wonder how much of that was Victor. Didn't carry over this afternoon. Yeah. Because Ludwig was he vacated the premises this afternoon. All right, what do we got next? So let's yeah. see, Randy, what else we got here? I mean, I've still stand by my big shot bob, right? I, I almost wonder if they're hoping it's over by then. Or Hoygaard. It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, uh, Sepp Straka versus somebody who okay. we've talked about. Uh, had some trouble. Saw you went out on a limb for him. Uh, he's been there. Yes. JT. Good call. Mm. It's tough. That's a good match. Straka's been awesome, man. I've I've really enjoyed watching him. I got a lot riding on that one tomorrow. That's going to be <laughs> that's a lot of fedora I, time. You still owe me an apology for the Straka take. <laughs> we'll you, get there. You're making fun of me. For he's one and one. He if was... he's one and two, that I will not apologize <laughs> he's for. He's played it. well enough yeah, to he's play, he's justify nice. his position. He's on been this a team. very solid rookie, solid player. He's not. He, listen again, two and one. I'll apologize. <laughs> I one, think one and two. I absolutely will not. Considering we're talking Sepp Straka, and if you brought his name up at a PJ Tour event, it would be in order to like shit on the field. Right, like, oh yeah, fucking. Uh, do you want to go watch yeah. Seb Straka? Like, he's that dude, and he showed up and very much held his own in he's this in this Ryder Cup, and he's has been, been fun to watch. He's been totally fine. He's been neither great nor terrible, but 
Justin Thomas and jo- both he and and Spieth were epically bad today. They were so bad. I watched uh, their four ball match this afternoon, and it was just. I watched the Forsman's match this morning. I, again, you look at the data; those two are the lowest, both the lowest two ranked players. JT twenty third and Spieth twenty four. Um, didn't JT had no shot in the morning. He, he Jordan was epically bad i mean I, duck hooking irons i feel like that's where the stroke skin thing i feel like i've watched enough of jt to be like he has not been bad he's that's where like some of the things where he's having to like yeah. do crazy shit to try to save jordan's off yeah. jordan's been bad jordan's actually had some moments where he's okay but he's been far by far more bad and i think jt trying to have to bail him out a lot is where i would some of that noise would be but flipping that into playing his own ball in the afternoon he was th- he was he he was, was the worst player of the session. Like was he, he really? was negative 5.5. Like <laughs> again, like the, you're taking, you're playing different shots than you are in a normal stroke play event, but like his iron play was awful. And that's supposed to be his biggest skill. Yeah. So we were counting on it flipping and it didn't. I mean, they, those two made zero birdies after the eighth, after the seventh hole or after, uh, yeah, after the seventh hole in four ball. That's not good. And they, they lost to Justin Rose and Big Shot Bob. Like kind of in my opinion, I was like, oh gosh, Rose is playing really great. And you're like, look at the numbers. Like, no, he really didn't do much of anything. Just made a couple key putts. And Jordan and Justin just did absolutely nothing on putts. They had to make putts that they didn't even, weren't even getting putts to the hole. Like not even giving them a shot. And it was just really deflating, man. Like that you had a actual real chance to flip. I mean, they could have swept the afternoon session if those guys go out and beat McIntyre and Rose. And that was like, TC said it last night on the show. Like, you don't go beat those two, man. Like people are like, it calls everything into question. It really does. I still, am, I will triple down on like, you had to go down with JT. You had to put him on the yeah. team and had to put him out there. Either, I do not, I do not think a Lucas Glover or Keegan thing was going to flip this, but man, just, they did not answer the bell. I, again, it, it, that's not how processes work. Like you can totally second guess it. Now, a lot of people first guess it. That's fine. I would still do it. Like that's not a regret, but it has not worked out. And that's a, a part of the equation. TC wanted to apologize to Big Shot Bob personally as well for for mm-hmm. saying he and didn't the, want to see his ass until singles and, and the, the obanites and the people of yeah, Oban, yeah. the obanites uh that was a very cool moment i just randomly happened to be standing in the sea of humanity when bob goes out and earns his first full point and his mom his mom like comes up and gives him a hug and she just she just kept saying like my boy my boy my boy my boy, You're my boy. and just crying it was boy. fucking awesome oh, that's it was really cool Please, please hope you that's a scene. Uh, scene. It might need to be. Uh, Okay. All right, Randy. Who, who, who's your squad putting out next? Uh, Bob or Hoygard? I hope. I, I'll, I'll, I'll toss uh, Hoygard out. Okay. Match number nine. Randy, you're right. Nikolai Hoygard. All right. Versus. um, Versus. Spieth. No. They had to they had to separate Spieth and JT. Wyndham? <laughs> uh, Not Wyndham. Uh, yes, Xander. Okay. That's a great that's a great draw for Europe. Yeah, that is that is it's a good it's a good one. You want to tell you? Xander's putting has been shit. Xander's yeah. putting has been very bad. Xander has laid a complete and total egg. He is zero and three. He is perhaps the LVP of uh, of of Team USA. It's been really really bad. Please, Netflix wasn't here to record it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. We might have to do a whole Stefan Shoffley pod uh, in in the future. Basically, I think he was but, inserting himself out there today. But again, in that scenario, like it should be one of the U.S.'s top players, and this is probably the the you know, the twelfth guy on Europe's team. Like 
those are the matchups you want if in singles. Nikolai's gonna give away. He's gonna give away a lot of holes. He he was all over the fucking place. It's true. In four balls, he was fun. He's he he's making birdies and he's hitting shots at the right time, or whatever. But singles matches where he's he's doesn't have anywhere to hide. I I think he's gonna give away a lot. All right. This this Ready? is one of those matches. If if Xander does not win, I'm I'm good on Xander just as a complete like Entity. doesn't need to. Be on another Ryder Cup team. I don't need to hear about him at majors. Like he's he's just not a serious goal. I, I don't need to hear from him. <laughs> I love you, but you're not a serious <laughs> person. I'm yeah. willing to entertain an idea that the US needs like a split squad for like you know, like the you're doing spring training of like you got a home team that's like all the dogs and you have an away team, like just that's the real dogs just killers, go on yeah. the road. The yeah. Walker Cup team. Send yeah. them send them over there. <laughs> all right, who's next, Cody? Match number 10, uh, the pride of Ireland, Shane Lowry versus somebody who we've talked about has had some uh, some issues so far up to here. We talked about his partner already, Jordan Spieth. Uh, you made me really laugh in the car the way you saying he was the Forrest Gump of this ride. <laughs> because he's been everywhere. He's, he's, he's just he's all over the place. He's running around yeah. like doing you know he's I had a, fifteen Dr. Peppers big out cuddly there today. bear you know getting the crowd riled up uh, which are totally you just don't do that. Yeah, you don't do US, that. Uh, but you know he's he's in there fighting in the car park or pretend you know fighting on the green or peacekeeping. I, Both. Uh, it, didn't, it did so. So when some of the reporting more came out, it seemed like it was Justin Rose who actually kind of uh, got. It was Rose and, but also Tommy was involved too. TZ wanted me to mention that he said that if Tommy was involved, it's clearly fucking Macabre's fault because Tommy's not a hothead. Tommy would not get into it if unless it was like a serious you know, breach. I think that's I, there might be something there. I kind so, of agree with Tron on that. But it was. I do like every time I see Shane. <clears throat> Like being like, you want to fight? I'll fucking fight. I, yeah. I see myself in college being like, you know, having having like that sixth drink, being like, <laughs> let's go then. Come on, I'm in for this. I didn't start this fight, but I'll finish it. I, <laughs> I it just like just now dawning on me that this U.S. team needed Joe LaCava to throw one 98 miles an hour under somebody's chin. Like totally. just needed to get him off the plate. <laughs> yeah. Like that you needed the caddy to do that is such an indictment, man. Uh, I'm going Lowry. On this one, they'd have it. Neither of them had played well. And Jane Lowry no. didn't play great. So Spieth just historically bad singles player. Yeah, God. I, it again, noise all you want in a lot of the stats, but off the tee, there's no noise in yeah. any of that. Like you no. just hit your tee shots. Uh, Jordan Spieth so far this week in all of his matches minus six point three six strokes gained off the tee. That is uh, almost four shots worse than Sep, who's second worst. Jeez. If Spieth doesn't qualify for next year's Ryder Cup. Like I don't know that he should be considered for a pick at Beth Page. That was, you know what? That was people going to be like, oh, he finished second there. Man, he's he's fucking lost. That's that was going to be my scorching hot take. Is like y'all were distracted talking about whether we should pick JT. That was not the discussion we should have been (laughs) having. Uh, I mean, he straight up stinks right now. I might, and he's like in this world where he's all going on the range late at night and trying to find something. It's a very Phil situation. I might try to send him that video we shot in california about the fairway finder <laughs> yeah maybe just hit this maybe, one Here, here's you explaining how to do it maybe just just hit this shot it's, I, th- I think a home rider cup i'd still probably take him i don't know it, I think we'll get there when we get classic there. excuse making like dude just had a baby a couple weeks ago yeah, like that was he did not have a baby it did not respect <laughs> Andy, <laughs> me. thank you excuse me that's good that's thank you needed. good save there his wife had a baby a couple weeks ago Congrats uh, on your baby, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I went through a lot. <laughs> you make me cry. Uh, 
it's not it's not nothing like i know that you know he, he took off on the road and he's probably not getting a ton of sleepless nights out there but it's still just not nothing um because he looks like somebody that just had a, had a baby having having played four rounds of golf since having one that's a lot like what i'm minus 6.36 strokes <laughs> off the game uh gain off the tee as well but it was dude i was i was Shook what a, by what, how bad it what a bad pick though because it was annie didn't have a baby on surprise true. like they could have it's seen true. that coming it's true I'm sure but he qualified didn't he i'm sorry no, he was a pick oh he's a pick oh, excuse me okay. yeah i i i struggle with a lot of this man because it was like all right uh you you can you can you can do do this two ways of why why the hell would you send Harmon back out this morning which i think we were even saying last night right and Harmon, like they went back to Max and Harmon this morning and they played a lot better. And like Jordan and, and and Justin played pretty well last night. I don't think a ton of people were really questioning putting them out this morning. And they played like shit. Like it's just, I don't know how you successfully predict that they're going to play how, how somebody's going to play. And it's in a sample size this small. It's just really, really difficult. I was big on like, there's no way Wyndham, Burns too. Wyndham should be sitting until Wyndham kind of shot the bed at the end of that it's match just, today. But he played, Wyndham played really well prior to that. So yeah, I still think Wyndham should have. Probably played both sessions today. So who do we have left on Ricky and Wyndham on the U.S. side? Mm -hmm. Yes, Bob and, and Tommy. Bob and Tommy. I think. Who would you like clear. out of those? I think that's pretty clear what that order is, right? I gotta think it's Bob eleventh and Tommy twelfth. It is uh, Tommy eleventh, Bob twelfth. Whoa, Bob twelfth is such a interesting. I know. So when you go on the other side, it comes down to the last match. But like, what if it does? <gasps> Uh, on the other side, I guess I would go Wyndham 11th, Ricky 12th. To flip those two. Come on. Match 11, Tommy Fleawood, Ricky Fowler, match 12, you, Big Bob, whoa. Wyndham Clark. You So you have Maybe a shank off in the 12th. You have a, that's, I get it, man. The, the stats and stack it and the numbers say this and blah, 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 blah. But you have a day where like you have to have a historic, historic comeback which means it's almost definitely going to come down to the last match if you do win. Mm -hmm. And the guy you're putting out there is the guy that just choked shit it. down his leg twice in a row on the 18th hole. We absolutely had to have him. That's, in, that's provocative. <laughs> and when he hit that second one, that's, he, he put his head down. It was like, it, he could tell. He was just, it happened again. Fucking happened I, again. Man, I do, I'm not going to let the super small sample size <laughs> sway me. Like, I do think he's, he's a dog. I do think Wyndham's like, kind of made for it and i think he's going to be get up yeah. for it and he's going to play really well and he's going to be in his match i don't think it's gonna be any kind of blowout or anything but oh god he but, but what if it comes what if it comes down to 18 Wyndham versus bob is like <laughs> that's like college kickers shit <laughs> yo anything could happen put your get some money on this thing man anything god. could go down oh, oh. Gosh, DJ, that is the perfect transition <laughs> because international golf glory is on the line. America's best golfers are facing off against Europe stars in this week's tournament. No matter who you're rooting for, DraftKings has you covered on all the action. New customers can pocket $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on golf. You can bet all the individual matches. If you got strong takes about any of them, any convictions, you can put that straight into action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code NLU. New customers can get 200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on next week's tournament. That's code NLU 
Only the DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles. 21 age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario cdkng.co slash golf for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply dap <laughs> <laughs> got it that uh, might be the u.s path can to we, victory. They even bring can we dab in back tomorrow zach johnson for a little bit <clears throat> we absolutely sure. can talk take me into the presser I'm sorry. Did you say? Did you say the presser? I just want. Okay, cool. I'm with you. I just want to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to be clear that you're talking about the presser. Okay. I'm. Uh, yeah. I got you. I got you. Go ahead. DJ Zach, as you just alluded to, <laughs> might be the most cringe human being. <laughs> he is such a earnestly weird person. Uh, I do not know exactly how to describe it. Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably seen him. Uh, I only asked one question in the presser. Uh, it didn't seem like it was going to get asked. So I was like, hey, you know, it's maybe a fun moment for Zach to sort of like lay down an inspiring thing. Let's just put it out there. I said, you know, Zach, Ben Crenshaw said 99. I got a feeling sort of like sacred words in the in the sort of, you know, golf ecosystem. Do you got a feeling? And what do you think? And he, he sat there for a long time uh, sort of. Like almost itching, like he wanted so badly to somehow, say, somehow a non-dramatic pause. Yes. <laughs> then he just like reverted immediately back to cornball coach speak. We got twelve guys. I think I can get twelve points from them. That's all I'm going to say. I was like, man, okay. The like, house erupt after that. It, yeah. yeah. It's like, <sighs> I mean, <laughs> honestly, like, you're up five up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I, I think you're right. So the this the press conference stuff. Is all just really kind of irrelevant. None of it fucking matters. It's all just noise that we sort of talk about back and forth all the time. It's it's fun for especially for the European press that there was a bunch of questions today. Will you talk to Joe Lucava about his behavior? Do you think it was unacceptable? Do you think you should apologize personally to Roy McElroy for his? I mean, not even kidding. Ten questions about should Zach apologize for? Will you apologize? apologize? Do you want the fedora? We sent him the link. Will you apologize? Uh, which I, I found at some point to be like kind of funny. Uh, but I think strategy-wise, it hasn't been particularly inspired either. Uh, it's just, you know, he, he doesn't... That picture that Cody just put on the screen is just... God, man, I wanted to believe that his captaincy didn't matter. It does. It's been really, really bad. Continue. I, it has been. And I, I think... You know, this morning I was thinking like he's he might be worse captain than Tom Watson. Like I, I mean, I, we it do, I do go back to it's kind of like it's the whole captaincy, right? It's he is not the lone captain. He's the person who is sort of the figurehead of a Stricker couples Tiger, Furic, you know, Furic captaincy. That's the and, issue. Uh, that is the issue. Maybe it is an issue. Honestly, like. I just don't really feel anything from them. I don't. I don't feel any situation where they've made like a a uh, maybe like sending Harmon and Max back out and being like, no, we're going to stick this and trust this plan was a was the one move where I was like, okay, like that was a move that I don't think I would have done, and they, it did it and worked out. Maybe sending Burns back out after he sucked, I might have sat Burns all the way to singles. 
But man, it's just been really kind of uninspired captaincy performance. It's and I don't know really what to say from there. Luke is so measured and smart and kind of just you know he doesn't really ever say anything volatile, but he doesn't ever like duck any questions with sort of this corn pone like midwestern like golly gee shucks kind of stuff and i if i was the grading the two captains i would very much be like yeah luke like a minus and zach like d plus man that's yeah you can't really uh, that's i don't know why we would give him a better grade at this point i i don't disagree i want to as we're sitting here on saturday night again i want to kind of give us three two three four days into next week to like dig into what has happened right because i don't know why they've put the pairings out that they have. We've gotten some some reports that they may have gone rogue, maybe even gone woke when it comes to <laughs> when it comes goodness when it comes to the pairings or they have the certain assistants are, you know, this has not come from anyone within the analytics team or even anyone within the team or anything anywhere close to the team, so it's not it's unverified, but there's some reports that potentially that they, you know, that that it I guess I had a lot of trust in the evolution of involving dis- other decision makers in in coming up with pairings, right? And the reports I'd gotten were like, "Yeah, this is they're doing a really good job with that," and they they have a trust level that goes back to whistling straights. It was like, "Oh shit, man, we rolled that out. We won nineteen nine. I don't know what has happened, right? I don't know if the, if the analytics put these teams out and like do it, and they've gotten their ass whooped. Like, will I have to apologize for the analytics? I will. We just don't have that information right as of now. If they've also gone against what is recommended, don't and they, know what he has. They think it's just a total check the box exercise of analytics, and they're still going off Freddie Couples' gut or whatever it is for pairings. Then, like that, takes the captaincy down from a D plus to like an absolute failure, right? Because they have a talented group of players, and they've not pressed the right buttons. It's just hard to know where that blame lies right now. I'm full agreement on the the vibe giving off and creating cultivating a team atmosphere of any kind has been an abject failure completely not according to him he's like this is the greatest team i've ever been and a part he's of he's so that, unbelievable i was th- heard that too that's because the other ones sucked worse <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it just putting a, a pin in that slightly to be like i would love more information definitely the vibes right now are not good uh i also just don't want to pin this shitty play from the u.s yeah, on him sure. like you you put Xander and can't lay out to play golf together. That's right. that's an easy decision. If he doesn't do that, he's roasted. I would have roasted him for it. Sure. And they went out and played shitty. And Xander especially. I don't know what you do about that. I would have put JT and Spieth out just like he did. Sure. Got played shitty. Like I I don't want to pin all of this on ZJ because it's been an ass performance of golf from yeah. the United States. It's not Zach's fault that Scotty and Brooks got fucking boat raised today in the historically bad performance performance yeah it, it, maybe they're the the odds would say or the analytics would say they're a bad matchup but it also doesn't say this guy is going to play like historically bad alongside brooks like they were both equally really bad in that match and i don't i don't think you can possibly expect any of your players to play that bad so it's not good though uh um, one thing uh that i want to add when we're talking about captains real quick and i i agree with you Sully, that the a lot of this is going to come out in the days weeks everything uh people are post talk. this event yes for sure. But uh, Paul McGinley has been doing quite a few, of course, golf channel pieces and everything and talked about post whistling how Luke was given like basically complete authority to break everything down and have complete ownership of what he was putting together. And I think based off of the success that you've seen so far through two days here is that like involving Eduardo and having your statistician be like, an assistant captain and is like these aren't recommendations from an outside firm like this is somebody who is inside this team you trust him explicitly it's an awesome point going with instead of 
an outside firm that is very, very smart and has an incredible track record bringing recommendations, but you still get hit. What I probably believe is going on with like, yeah, okay, that's cool. But like, yeah, these guys like want to play. They never played a Ryder Cup. These guys want it more. Yeah, they don't, they don't, they're not, they never played, they don't know Ryder Cup experience here. I got gut experience. I'm going to go with the eye test here. Um, which I know, Randy. I, I don't mean to offend you with that. I know of it's, it's a big God. It's a big push and pull between the eye test and the data boys. I'm I'm interested to see where TC is going to shake out because he clowns on ZJ for for true. invoking the eye test <laughs> instead of the data, and then he clowns. <laughs> it's you know he might just. He might just like clowning. I think it would be my hypothesis. TC wanted me to pass along, and he feels like Zach is one of the, maybe the worst captain in history. <laughs> you can hear about that on tomorrow night show. Kevin, your re- question, though, was a complete layup to him, and I don't think, uh, I, I, you know, press conferences don't really mean that much, I get, but it, they are. They, they, they're such an integral part of this competition to not only get your players fired up, your fan base fired up, like, that is when your leadership really is displayed to everybody external that is supposed to be a reflection of what hopefully you're doing in the team room. And if this is how Zach is leading inside the team room, like we've been fucked from like two weeks or two years ago. Cause this just, it's not it. Like even when given a platform and like the perfect opportunity to just repeat what you said, he could not do that. I Cody, I I don't like equating like, or to sports stuff but I, I do think like can you imagine like a general being like so afraid of saying the wrong thing in any sort of scenario where he was trying to like impart leadership that he just ended up kind of mumbling his way through whatever that's to me what zach sort of comes across as is just very so measured and so scared of like creating a headline you know it's like oh we don't want to give him any bulletin board material at this point like who gives a fuck what history says about like I'm predicting we're gonna come back? Just give your team something to believe yeah. in. You don't have to be Ted Lasso in that moment. You can just say like, you know what? Those are sacred words for us, and I do believe. So let's watch. Of course, what I believe, Kevin. Why? Why wouldn't I believe? Yeah, that's why I'm stepping into battle with these guys. Exactly. Of course, I believe in them. Man, it ain't that hard. To, and yeah. and you know what? If yeah. it doesn't go well, like it's forgotten because the other team is drinking champagne, and you're never getting to be captain again either way so like you're not you're not protecting your job in any way just say something that's inspire them even like the lakava stuff all you had to do is be like yeah like i'm gonna handle it oh yeah. did, did well did you hear about the parking lot well no but i'm gonna handle it what it whatever it is like it'll it'll get like it'll be discussed and we'll take care of it don't worry about it instead of like oh well i think you know they said that he talked to Rory and they, they made well, up. Well, Senator, like, per your good, last man. question. Right. Like, just <laughs> fucking take Honestly, ownership of something. That it, is, it is so. <laughs> take, take ownership and send LaCava out first tomorrow. For That's sure. what you had yeah. to do. Hell yeah. And I want Joe LaCava to come out and win their match tomorrow. And I want him to say it's the best win of his career, just like Steve <laughs> Williams did. Okay. And I want to give LaCava the Nicholas Jacklet Award when it's all over. <laughs> Who is going to win the Nicholas Jacklet Award? God, Who's the front runner? Such a good. You took the words out of my mouth. Uh, uh, now I did mention this. To TC Zach did apologize in the press conference for his spatial awareness. TC was really upset about Zach constantly having mm-hmm. to ask to move. So I thought maybe it'd be big of TC to award Zach the Nicholas Jacklet Award. Maybe TC and Zach can share it. Oh, maybe <laughs> a shared award. That could be nice. Maybe Jamie Weir should get it. <laughs> maybe. Oh. Truly invoking the spirit of the Ryder Cup. Uh, I'm going to bet that, like, Ludwig gets it. 
I bet Rose gets it. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Rose. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because it's one though, from each right? side. I, right? We're not talking about the Nicholas Jack little. It's either Rose. That was that was enough. Rose or or Seppi. <laughs> <laughs> they might give it to Seppi. They oh, you should have seen how fucking mad Solly was when they unrolled the Seppi flag on the first tee today. Wow. <laughs> that was God. Tron was an odd one. Solly, I bet you're so pissed. No one hates Seppi like Tron, like Solly does. Why were they honoring? I mean, like. No disrespect to Seve, <laughs> but why were they honoring Seve other than like he's the thirteenth man? Yeah, well, fourteenth behind the uh, <laughs> the crowd, the crowd, and I think the American Marshals, the Guardians of the Cup. He's like the sixteenth man, but like, all, will they honor him in Adair again? And Probably. will they honor oh, him yeah. in the Netherlands? And like, did you guys hear the story about Hoygaard? <laughs> it's like the twenty sixth anniversary of when he like fluffed his lie. You don't do that, Solly. <laughs> you just don't do that. You just don't insult Sebi here. Uh, foreign soil. Did you hear the story about Hoygaard no. when when John Rahm made eagle on eighteen yesterday? I did not. Before he banged that putt in, Hoygaard, twenty one year old dude. Walks up to him as he's reading his putt. He's like, "Hey, what do you what do you think Sevy would do here?" Are you serious? Yes, and he fucking made it. <laughs> wow. Uh, can we talk about the first tee this morning? Bang it! And in the afternoon, total flip. They, yeah. they uh, probably some listeners of the pod uh, among the organizers because they had some music out there. They had a hype man out there that was like legitimately funny. He yeah, was very was great. great. He was just, "Hey, it's hot out here. Like, if you get a little, you know, dehydrate a little bit, just put your hand up." And we'll make sure we point the camera at you because it's if you puke, we want that on TV. I mean, it was it was really good. And man, leading good chance, music, starting song. Afternoon was fucking lit. It was awesome. The hair was standing up on the back of my neck. It was just USA is terrified. Europe's on fire. And it was it was very apt at the time coming off another losing foursome session. US had two and a half points on the board and they just kept it going. And they playing the music on top of it. It was awesome. My the hair was standing up on my neck as I said, and I, I, it was a a shot of life in this event of just like I had such a great time today. I've had such a great time at this Ryder Cup, despite the fact that the U.S. has gotten their doors blown off, and I've had uh, to wear that fedora a lot more than I <laughs> than I want to. Uh, it's been awesome. It has been so fun, and there's been so much inner like fun golf within it and fun moments that I'm I'm a huge fan of this entire event. Yeah, you're here. Uh, any other golf? We we kind of jumped all around some of the matches. Any other matches you guys want to discuss today? How was the viewing experience today, Randy? <laughs> uh, what could I remember? You are say? in the running for the Nicholas Jackal Award, right? so <laughs> exactly. Disqualifying. What could I possibly say that Tron Carter didn't say better yesterday? I, I would <laughs> the Chappelle my, line. What else? What can we say about the TV broadcast that hasn't been said about Afghanistan? <laughs> my routine again was to tape. You know, I taped it. I, I did make myself get up earlier this morning, um, got through foursomes, and eventually got live. It just, yeah, I, not to be like bang a beat a dead horse, bang a drum here, but it's it's just not good. And so, I would encourage everybody to listen to TC all of what he said yesterday. Um, I thought you guys hit the nail on the head. I didn't find it particularly better in any case today. I, I think the thing that just sticks out the most to me is what an insult the playing through is. And I think it was billed as like, oh, we're doing the fan a favor here with this playing through. We're gonna we're gonna let you keep watching the golf as we play the commercials, but it's it's totally distracting. You you cannot see what's going on. They cut to it at the most inopportune times, like without warning. It's just completely garbage, and I wish they would do away with it. 
it kind of hit me this afternoon. I was following this beef uh, and JT and, and Rose and McIntyre match. And, uh, at, you know, some good shots were played, some good putts from Justin Rose. And I just, nobody was talking about it. And, and I saw some tweets of like, hey, they haven't showed any of the last two groups, including Roy McElroy, for like 60 minutes. And I was just like, all right, so I'll, I guess I'll live tweet it one. And two, it was like, this is literally the the almost the equivalent of of having four like NFL games on at the same time. Like you're playing individual games. Like Rory's in the fourth group. He's not competing with anybody in the first group. You're playing an individual game. And it'd be like if there's four individual NFL games and the only option to watch was red zone and they drenched it in like 33% commercials. And like you weren't going to see all the plays of the Patriots game or, or whatever. Like that that's what it is like watching golf currently, and you cannot convince like YouTube TV now has multi view where you can view four college football games at once. And you're telling me you can't just like have cameras out there showing four matches at once and let me pick between them and have it sponsored. And like it's it is so antiquated, so ridiculously antiquated that I wasn't even watching it. And I was so frustrated thinking about like this is probably the best like golf has to offer in terms of like introducing casual fans to the game. It's the most different experience in the whole game we talk about that a whole heck of a lot and just to have it totally sanitized and seeing people like football people on my timeline being like are there only two matches going on right now is just maddening man it, it's nothing we haven't said but fuck it's just I'm sure when it's bad when there's 12 out there it should be better tomorrow oh yeah it's gonna be really good tomorrow <laughs> and, and another thing they lose track of the like they always keep with the early matches even no matter what the score is and yeah. lose track of the late ones. And then when they come like late, you have no idea who's played well or who's played horrible and you have no context for the match and you just end up don't caring about it. And can I, can I say one positive thing? Uh, I don't know where the world feed goes out to or who gets to hear that or where, who has access to that or whatever, but that's what we have in the media center. Hunter Mahan's been awesome. So good, on, so good on the world feed. Yeah. I hope he has a future in, and I hope he wants to do, more of that stuff because he's very like chilled out and laid back and making jokes and it's it's the definition of what we always say like not trying to do an impression of a broadcaster like he just sounds like he's sitting at the table shooting from the hip calling shots whoa that was really good whoa that was really awful let me tell you why he's been he's been great so hunter if you're if you're listening please please do more because they've been great if singer wants to retire i'm all for it at this point sure put hunter mayhem in his spot immediately um so one thing in, in discussing ZJ's captaincy, we didn't talk about a huge moment that happened today, which is in the JT uh, Spieth match. JT had already hit. I, I don't know where he had hit it, but uh, ZJ inserted himself into the equation, Jamie Weir style, and uh, told him to hit three wood on 16. He denied no, this in the, in the did, press. He, he did get asked this. Yeah. He said, I, I, would, I, I don't tell these guys what to hit. I mean, I, I only give them the data. Uh, that We just telling them what, what's possible here, what's what uh, other groups have done, I definitely wouldn't have said what to hit. So he it did very much seem like he said after JT hit it in the rough to Spieth, like, hey, man, like hit three wood here so that we at least have a chance when you're three down with three holes to play. But he was adamant that he did not uh, talk him out of a club selection. He was like, I, I these guys are the ones who qualified for the team. I mean, I tried to qualify. I didn't make it. So obviously I'm not going to tell him what clubs to hit. This does not sound very Iowa of you right there. Just uh, uh, impressions-wise, worst of the week. <laughs> That's fair. Will That's you apologize? <laughs> but, but that, I, I didn't know. know I would have to do so much Iowa. <laughs> Uh, that's somehow worse. I uh, just, just, <laughs> I wish you would have told him what to hit, right? I wish you'd been like, yeah, Max, like hit driver. And if you get over that ridge left, like you have no shot Whoa, over that ridge. You're going to hit that club? 
don't do that. Okay. That introduces all kinds of bad. <laughs> I mean, all right. My, my workout for you, I guess. Oh, good luck. Here's a chart that says you shouldn't. <laughs> I guess you'll know better than me. Do you think he told Wyndham to hit it up on the, that other, was such, the other hole? That was such a bad shot. Oh Jordan hit. Um, yeah. Also, oh my God, the Euros cheered so fucking loud when that ball went in the water. Oh, yeah. It was the entire, don't as, do that. as I mentioned, entirely encircled hole. Just people just raving, clapping. That is know, a great hole. Hooting. I, know, I think you guys talked about this earlier before I was here, but hooting and hollering. And I have to give a shout out to a friend of the friend of the program, Rue McDonald from the DP World Tour. As soon as people started cheering, just goes, oh my gosh, I hate that. I hate that. They're, oh, I hate that they're doing that. That's just not right. You don't it's not do the that. Scottish fans that do that. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, again, it, like I say, it's, every, it, it's fine. It's totally fine in the Ryder Cup. Of course. Cup. Just don't pretend like it only happens in Europe or only happens in the US, but it's part of the Ryder Cup and it doesn't bother any any player or fan. No, no player complained about the fans today. And yet there was like a, you know, there's a media report saying like how the players shouldn't be complaining about the fans. I didn't hear a single player like whining about the fans. I, I would venture to guess that some of those media also didn't hear any of this stuff that they're claiming to hear. That's they don't fucking leave the media center. But that's that's <laughs> another that's another topic for another day. Uh, again, that could have gone two ways with Cantlay. On you know, he smiled and laughed about the the hat stuff, which could have gone a totally different direction. God, I'm just looking at your screen. Scotty and Brooks lost nine and seven. That happened to them. <laughs> Did you hear that? That was, yeah. That nine. No one has ever lost a match nine. by eight. We were doing radio as they're like as they were like looking into this, and it was like, yeah, the biggest one ever, seven and six. Ken Brown, he's he's down the street in the other radio, but only, we don't talk about only it. in eighteen hole matches. You know, they used to play thirty six hole matches. Right. There's some ass beating. So. <laughs> you look back, there's eleven and nine. Get to that ass. Nine <laughs> down. You played eleven holes of golf and you lost nine of them. They lost. Uh, so they doubled the first hole. They bogeyed the second hole. Doubled the third hole. Then went uh, par birdie, so they, that their first half was the fifth hole, but they lost to birdie on the fourth hole. They parred the sixth hole, but lost to birdie. Uh, they have the seventh with pars. They bogeyed eight and, I guess, conceded a birdie, or the Hovland and, and Ludberg made birdie. Uh, they parred nine, but lost to birdie. They bogeyed 10 and bogeyed 11. Uh, and and I, I, I didn't see any of this, so I don't know what the concessions are. They, they lost to the two birdies in there, but they, they shot legitimately – over 40 on the front and then bogeyed with the only two holes they put on the back. Sick. Great work. I mean, Randy, that's comfy. Where, it was, where uh, you and I are coming uh, from. Uh, super comfy. I know. It, and and <laughs> as bad as that chance sounded. Chance to break 80? Just give me a chance on the back nine, man. Solly, <laughs> as, as bad as that sounded, you reading that, it, it was it was even worse watching it. Like It truly was some of the worst golf I've ever seen from to high level individuals it, it was incredible and that's what i mean like the hack the hat gate I, i'm repeating myself but this whole hat gate at the end papers over scotty brooks jt and spieth four of your like biggest stars totally no showing this morning in in a spot where you got your ass kicked yesterday i i just you know i've never been more disappointed in guys just little boys going off <laughs> you know what big like they the americans could they could uh, you think they are using this as like motivation and they could also get like beat like 10 to yeah. tomorrow oh like, sure. it could be a historic getting fucked up uh situation the only losing Which, records in the competition right now scotty scheffler the number one player in the world brooks kepka five-time major champion nikolai hoygaard uh justin thomas two-time major champion jordan speed three-time major champion uh xander shoffley one of the top five players in the world and ricky flat ricky fowler 
Those are the only guys with losing records. Everybody else has won at least one match. Did, did Zach Ricky did say that the Ricky was a perfect today? gentleman when he told him he wasn't playing today? Uh, an, an, embrace, an embrace he'd remember for the rest of his life. <laughs> That's so true. Gross. Ricky might win the Nicholas Jacklet Award oh, for that embrace yeah. after being told he was sitting out. <laughs> you know, Big would love that. Oh, what, what was the best thing you guys saw today? The the scene walking um, down eighteen was just fucking awesome. Yeah. And I mean the sun setting in over, over Rome in the distance, an unbelievable sentence to say about a golf event. Every single person on the grounds coming down that fairway and around both sides and just that, that we I've always uh, you watch like a Sunday of an open championship and the rough starts to get really burnt out and crisp and brown. And yeah, I just wished I was there and I was there in this one and I was just having a really good time. It was a really cool scene knowing we're going to get we're going to get that tomorrow in some way and we won't see it again uh, for two more years. And it, it's just that was a uh, that was awesome. Uh, Max made some some oh, Max absolutely big dick shots. We haven't talked enough about him today. He uh, came out came into 12 in the morning session i believe you were standing there for that yes did you you want to tell people what happened sorry i was what did you what did you say uh, <laughs> max, max is shot into 12 this morning oh god we were catching up with this group and he hits a, a it's par it's five a, it's par five it's playing really short this week and a lot of guys are getting there and the pin was up front but it's this shot in there and we didn't hear like an eruption when it got really close to like it got excited 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 and the ball disappeared it turns out the ball was so close to the hole that you couldn't even see it from the fairway. Like it was like just directly next to the hole. I might have been within two inches of the hole. And then he comes into that same hole uh, during the four ball session. Same, same, probably similar club. He hit three wood off the tee, but had an iron into the green still and hit it to concession eagle length again. Uh, walks off the green. I was like posted up there and he's he's sitting there and he like Max, looks, Max, any comment no, on the shot? No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> he looks back and just like smirks and is like, you know, I haven't had to put on this green today. I was like, yeah, no, I've, I've been watching uh, this photo. You can see is him trying to catch some shade behind his golf bag, uh, which really made me laugh. Uh, and then he asked me about the uh, the big you'll like this. He asked me what my time was on the mini crossword today and I had to inform mm. him that I had once again beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> Uh, and his shame. <laughs> his, this, his, his this was his reaction. Yeah, his shameful ninety-second time today. Max has been the dude for the U.S. He has been uh, the only. The U.S. has four total guys that are positive in strokes gained approach. Again, a lot of noise in that, but like Max has been the best iron player, best approach player of the entire event. He's at the most stuffed shots. He's plus five in strokes gained approach. Next up is Rom and Hovland. Uh, at plus like three and a half. And he's been a dog. After that eagle, they get to the the par three thirteenth. Fleetwood rolls in a really nice birdie putt. Max answers, walks it in, pointing, yelling all kinds of hood rat shit at the crowd. It's great. Uh, 14, Nikolai makes a great birdie. They get to 15. Max is hitting it all over the map. Uh, hits it left, has to punch out, chunks his next one into the bunker, and then holes the bunker shot and turned away from the where image I, you're looking at right now. Yeah, turned away from where I was sitting and pointed. I think uh, from where I was sitting, it, it seemed like he was mad that they had turned the video screen back on because what ends up happening is they have giant video screens everywhere that are playing the action. And a lot of guys like you can only see so much if you're a fan out there. So you usually just post up in one spot, wait for guys to come through. And while you're posted up, you're out there just watching the video screens. And so guys are cheering when, you know, McIntyre makes a putt on the other side of the golf course. When they see it on the video screen, they put, they, they cheer like crazy, but they'll turn those off or they'll switch them over to 
just scoreboards when the players get there so that people aren't cheering for action or whatever. For whatever reason, during like in between like Max's third and fourth or something, they like flipped it back on, showed like a McIntyre birdie or something that the crowd like whipped up and everybody's clapping and cheering and whatever. Like while Max is like going through, I think when he's going through his routine, again, this is all conjecture for me, but this is what it looked like because as soon as he hold that bunker shot for par, which ended up having like making the match go dormy, he turned around and is just pointing him and Griner are both just like pointing and screaming like in the direction of that scoreboard. So I don't know if someone either said something to him and then he just truly put it in their face that's, or if he was yelling at the, the leaderboard. But so that's that's a great theory. That's not at all why he was. Really? <laughs> yeah. What happened? Some guy was just ribbing it after he chunked into the bunker. Some guy was he's just he said between the 10 minutes I had to hit my next effing shot. Some guy was just riding me the entire time. And so as soon as I hold it, I went right back at him. And I was like, I just blacked out. I don't know what I even said. And I was like, you know, I just wanted to give it right back to him. All right. Well, there you have it. That's why we asked the question. Do you know why? You just don't do that. Yeah, you don't do just, that. Just don't, don't do, do that. that. You don't do that. Uh, my favorite thing just was the, before the Lacava stuff, was I actually thought it was really cool that all the U.S. players were kind of pretending oh, great. to wave their hats. That was an uh, truly awesome. Scene, yeah. You know, I it's, you know, look, I, all the hat shit is so stupid but like it is fun when like people take something like that and kind of make a joke out of it like patrick they were singing the song uh, like patrick 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 for your bank account patrick or whatever yeah. that they, you they know, also were singing zombie what's on your head yeah. what's yeah. on your they head sing great leg, songs. You know? shout out to the cranberries uh, <laughs> yeah but uh he that patrick kind of smiling at that and and just like making you know light of it was was pretty fun I thought you were going going with like when the, the Reed Shush like became a meme and stuff. Like when stuff like that yeah. becomes memeable is when it gets really fun. I don't even think we said how enough how good Cantley was down the stretch. Because he got really he got kind of hung out to dry by his partner and truly put the team on his back on on those unbelievable putt on sixteen after the entire world is just swooping at him and whipping the terrible towels. Seventeen is the only guy to hit the green and it was awesome, awesome, awesome shot in there. And then eighteen just. God, that was a hard chip. You you pointed out like, hey, our preview video that, showed that grass you. is weird. It's man. hard to you hit can't, flops. Can't get the club under it on some of those. And then I c- c- truly can't believe you made that putt. That was a long <laughs> was putt, very difficult long. putt. <laughs> yeah. And I still can't believe what happened afterwards. Yeah. But ah, oh, gosh, you just had to bitch about pay getting paid to play the Ryder Cup. It's just that's a very tough scene. I don't think we have time to get into that tonight. But that's just not it, man. We should talk about it tomorrow because it was Luke was asked about it in the press conference, and he was forcefully no you should not be paid to play in the Ryder cup it is an honor and it, it really gets to this idea i think that like europeans really think of this as like an honor to do this and americans think of it often as an obligation not all americans but a lot of people of this generation have i'm gonna have leave i'm gonna leave you with this i don't want to unpack it tonight but i want you yeah, to think about it feeling. all day tomorrow okay uh I think keegan should have been here as an assistant captain if he's serious if he's serious about how much this event means about wanting to be in in part of the system, all of that stuff. I think he should be here, fucking making sandwiches and getting waters and I think doing would, all of that. Stuff. And you know what? I think he would have done it. I think if they said, "Can you look? You didn't make the team, but we feel like you might be a candidate for Beth Page, or you know, you'll willing to do this and that." Like, will you do this? I think he would have said, "Okay." So, which I think would have showed. Think some, about that because I think going forward, that's that's maybe a whole. You've got to have for the some US. younger yes. like captains. Yeah. You can't just like you know cycle in the same old, old I, heads. I totally i was thinking that no offense to any of these people but watching stricker and furick and davis love and freddie couples and all these guys kind of amble around and 
Uh, Tom Lehman. Tom Lehman. Yeah. There might be man too many people in the ropes. It, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to make that case because they're, then they're going to kick us out. But, people doing actual work, I'm all for. Yeah. Like, cele- like, and you know what? Like, wives and girlfriends, great. Like, that's part of it too. Celebrities, randos, like all the, these agents, whomever, like, I, enough is an, oh, sure. enough. A lot. Um, I, I, the only, just to put a wrap on the getting paid to play the Ryder Cup thing, or, you know, we'll get into it later, is just like, this, this event supports the dp world tour the european tour like keeps it alive and i know that like cantley's not a dp world tour member and whatnot but hey, it's a home and home thing like you the dp world tour has one that where they make a lot of money and then the pga of america makes a lot of money in this case is pga of america should pay the players directly the pga of america pays i believe if i if i understand it correctly 20 percent of their gross television revenue to the pga tour as I like, had never heard that. Like as a talent fee, uh, I, I'll tell you wild. that came from. I asked Seth Wall about this today, and that he the only that's the only thing he would give me on the record on this topic was just he said I told this to other people, but like this is what we do: we give twenty percent of the tour at the suggestion that it goes towards player pension, and uh, they they're not in charge of what happens to the money once it goes there. William McGirt's music. Now listen, does that <laughs> get split? Is it maybe part of the problem and go to the pool? But I also think like paying players directly when you're making six captains picks and like your friends are potentially in charge of picking you is like a really fucking yeah. complicated thing. And I dude, Patrick Canley, you have a Goldman Sachs sponsorship or did, I don't remember if you still do. You have a Delta one, you have a DeWalt one, you won the FedEx cup, man. Like maybe you just play this one for like the goodwill and the, the rise in stature, stat stature and value that it gives all your endorsement deals. Like there's, absolutely tremendous financial incentive for you to play this event and be a likable and approachable person and you're fucking all of that by needing everything to be this transactional on principle pga of american dp world tour making money on the backs of all these players something wrong with that like totally if you want to get pretty high-minded about it that's i don't really care that much it's just like you can't make a stink about it either you play it and you don't get paid or you just skip it if you're if your labor is worth that much to you and you don't want to play it like just fucking don't don't do it I think there's a lot with with people who are pretty smart, but probably not as smart as they quite think. They're often like, <laughs> who are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> conspiratorial about like, and really the best way to sort of combat that is like to just spell out like, look, here's where the money goes. Like, here's the here is the full transparency of like what's happening. And if you want to dispute that, that's up to you. But like this this idea that like someone's getting rich off you and someone must be fucking me over. There's a lot of that in golf from people who I think who aren't actually willing to do the work. To like sit in the meetings and to Patrick's credit, I'll say like he does seem pretty involved in yeah. some of this stuff, but probably not with like the PGA of America being like, okay, where does this money go? Like, uh, that's what he all probably ought to do if he feels this way is like sit down with Seth Waugh and be like, all right, show me like exactly why we can't get paid for this or why the, the thing is only a $200,000 contribution to charity or whatever. Because, and, and I don't know if they have, but I based on what I've heard of, he's done that with Augusta. Like he's, yeah. he's done that with So he probably has with the PGA of America as well. Like that's been his thing of like, Hey, I mean, we're you're only paying us this much amount of the total amount of money that you're making on this. We're going to protest. Maybe, sure. maybe ad lib in that last part, but like, that's kind of the insinuation there. And yeah, man, it's just like you watch Europe dance around and the songs be sung. And those dudes like genuinely care about the matches so much. And then we're talking about this, like, the, the thing you just don't talk about on this side is like, ah, oh, I'm stunned. We're down 10 and a half, five and a half. Like I'm absolutely stunned. Like I, it pisses me off that people don't think that that stuff matters. It's like, oh, they're just about golf shots and they're just about making putts. Like, man, yeah. The, the last fucking 30 years are pretty evidence that it's about more than 
just you know you're a good golfer it's it's about camaraderie it's about passion it's about you know all the other stuff in between you can't overcome just straight up shitty golf like you can't you can't but you can get a lot more out of your players by cultivating a really strong team culture and this again clown painting meme gif like this time that's what i thought would be different with a team that like again if you want to say the boys club thing at least the thought there was that they were really good friends and all got along and would have a really good team atmosphere and like that just has not shined through yeah so still randy any thoughts on pay for play i got a chance uh no i'm (laughs) i it's nice to know that the pga chips off the pga you know the players indirectly at least because i do think you know there are people making a lot of money on this and if it's not the players like i i feel like the players should be near the front of that line if not in the front of that line um but it's also yeah pj of america is also a non-for-profit and like you know they their money goes back into the game of golf in, in many different fashions and it's just like I, I don't know man i kind of feel like you're you're pretty heavily and well compensated by the game of golf and if this is your form but of getting back, I think it's okay. <laughs> sure. It's tough. I, I do think there's an interesting discussion, though, like to try to create a Ryder Cup. Um, like, where's the limit, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it, should the should the PGA and the PGA of America and the DP World Tour, like, are they trying to squeeze every single dollar out of this thing? Or are they putting on an event where they I can, can stop, make? I can stop you there. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's where I'm like, if that's the mindset, yeah. then it's like, well, shit. I it's fair point. I don't know. I, I yeah. I feel like it's fair play for the players to be like, well, where's ours? Mm. So, Got to share with William McGirt. <laughs> Anything we missed, Cody, from the day? Uh, you guys did a great job running it down <laughs> again. Uh, Twelve singles matches tomorrow. I want to know what's your guys's game plan. You know, I was just thinking that myself. I think I got a decent rhythm going of get that first tee atmosphere in. Uh, if there's a really good match, maybe get out and see the first few holes of it. I did that this morning with the the JT one and learned very quickly that was going to be a romp. Get back to the media center, rest up a little bit, watch the golf, and and see how things are developing and figure out which ones you want to catch. Um, there's usually like the blowouts or, you know, you don't want to get stuck in a blowout unless there's something really significant happening in it. I, I was chasing historic blowouts today. I did have a good time going and watching some of the like, oh, this could get out of control, <laughs> but tomorrow will be different. It's a tough, it's tough to navigate out there. I mean, it's just a big ups and downs and all that. But again, I, and I tweeted this and I've addressed this multiple times on the pod already. I'm, I'm, I'll keep doubling down. I'm keep going harder in that I've never done a bigger 180 on any one thing. Then Marco Simone is a Ryder Cup venue. It's it's yeah. announced the next one now. Total shock. Like I, I said this to DJ on the, on the way home. The fact that I like that LACC totally did not live up to the hype that that we from what we saw in the preview, and Marco Simone blew away the hype is one of the great upsets of my entire That's career. Big, you there, buddy? Yeah, sorry, you guys. To look in. I, I don't know if I have to live that down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that the, we. Uh, that was the membership of LACC <laughs> pull, pulling cords. the plugs. <laughs> guys, I think that the tube is shrinking right now. I think this yeah, is uh, the live stream telling us that it's time to cut. We just surpassed the two-hour mark. 
Uh, any clothing clothing thoughts for you tomorrow, Big? You waking up? You going to watch the whole thing, or what, what's your plan? Uh, definitely taping it. I I will not be doing any live, and that's my sleep schedule and the TV coverage. Like I, I know how it's going to go. They're going to stay on the first tee. People are going to be pissed. There's going to be matches out on the course. Like I know how this story is going. So I'll tape it. Wake up. I don't know. Eight o'clock and take it in at my own leisure love it let me just yeah. say too i didn't i didn't really get this blast off sorry the the <laughs> uniforms the team europe uniforms are are horrible they suck they they look like they, those are your boys yeah no style i've been very very disappointed randy i got i got you a uh i got you guys europe pins today by the way oh thank Ooh. you it's very nice you and tc don't forget don't let me forget to give those to you Although, if That's you don't wonderful. want it because their uniforms are so bad, I don't have to give it to you. <laughs> All I right. I to make my way no. to the merch tent before. For the, for the first time, I think, since we've been here, I think we're going to get more than four hours of sleep potentially tonight. It's looking so, that way. The data's looking good. We are, data's looking good. But thank you uh, to High Noon, Precision Pro, DraftKings, Cody McBride, Big Randy, uh, DJ Pihowski, Kevin Van Valkenburg, everyone in the chat, Joy everyone the at BMW. I, we've, I've been somehow forgetting to shout them out. They have been awesome supporters of our content, everything Ryder Cup related, and teeing us up really, really well uh, with everything we could possibly need this week to, to get back to the hotel and to get the show to you guys and, and, and get some content out there. It's been awesome, as always. They're a tremendous partner. They bring a lot of good Ryder Cup entertainment to you. So thank you to them. One scheduling note for tomorrow. We are going to be live, but it's going to be a, a little bit bigger show. Sunday shows usually are the biggest. We're going to let the boys, I'm guessing you're going to stay, take in the post uh, competition mm. press conferences by sure. both sides. It's going to take a little bit. So even though coverage gets done, it's probably going to be about the same time that we started today. So expect that and we'll keep everybody updated on, on the socials. Sounds TC's like coming in hot tomorrow. He's <laughs> coming on short rest. <laughs> it's playoff chase. That's right. I feel like I might have let him down tonight by not savaging Zach Johnson enough, but I'll, I'll leave some. No, you set the table. We, we, set we, the have, table. we have plenty of time yeah. to fully decompress this thing. Yeah. We have 18 recap podcasts to do about this one. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow night. Cheers. Good night. Cheers.